Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and joined here, as kind of always, across from me is Nick. Hello, everybody. And joining us for the first time from Parts Unknown, Jay. Hello. Hello. So Jay and I go way back yep. uh, to my front door a few minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, it's infinite. It, it's it's infinite. It was really, really exciting. We, we don't sound like Barry White. We sound like normal people. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So Jay, what's your what's your story? How did you get wrapped up into all Here, this? Let me give his bio. I, I got a oh, bio. oh, you got it. I okay. Did a bio. Read them oh, nice. off like stats on a magic card. Okay. A <laughs> right. You know, they always get a bio. Uh, you know, uh, Jay, former professional magician. He's from okay. Kentucky. Uh, he started out as a professional magician. Okay, even if I get some stuff wrong, don't correct me, Jay. Just I'm let not. it fly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Even totally, if I'm totally. exaggerating, <laughs> right. just let it fly. Preferably. Uh, then uh, he, he traveled the world as a professional magician. Um, you know, uh, he had a car, he had a house, he had the fucking dog. He was living the dream, getting it done. And one day he woke up and he just said, fuck this shit. He's an eccentric dude. One of the most interesting people I've ever met. He decided he didn't want to do any of the normal people stuff anymore, so he quit his job. Normal people his stuff house. like a traveling magician, <laughs> like having a, yeah, like like, yeah. like, uh, no, like normal, working total total like, normal stuff like that, like like working hard, touring, touring stuff, Bowling Green stuff, at night, right? you know, asking people to pick their cards. Right, totally normal. It's totally normal. <laughs> totally normal. So he just fucking got rid of all of his shit, and now he's a traveling hobo. Nice. <laughs> Professionally. Yeah, professionally. Yeah. He does the same thing minus um, the cards now. That's, that's all you're you know, saying. You know, okay. uh, but no, he switched mm, he switched mm-hmm, his profession mm-hmm. to uh to marketing and consulting. Magic he, in a different he, way. He right. can do it he can do it from wherever he's at. So he just like Isn't that of, amazing? I was like a digital nomad before there were things that we talked about digital nomads. Right. Before the kind of the gig uh right. economy kicked yeah, in. You were you were ahead of the curve. Exactly. Like, so, yeah. uh, so you do like graphic design and stuff like that, or is it? Yeah, I've had a couple of design companies that I've started with friends. Web design, nice. I've done. I do video editing and you know audio. You stuff. do all as that stuff. Audio. Yeah, I do. Yeah, everything. yeah. When you're a magician, you have to do everything. You wear all the hats. And marketing's really just sleight of hand, isn't it? It's. <laughs> Yeah, it's magic with words because words here's, are magic. Here's what you need to do: you need to have because there's so many marketing books out there. You need to like take the magic angle with it and be like, you know, there's marketing instead of marketing it. for dummies, marketing for magicians. Yeah, and you just like cool. make all these, you know, you say, oh, it's just like this, it's just like this. No one will know if you're telling the truth. Yeah, no, that was one of the first like larger groups that I started working with. We were doing that for magicians all over the country. Ah, yeah, we were teaching them like how to actually be business owners but you know we're like well you know just, we know you know what a russian drop is but do you know though. what an llc the, is yeah because the card <laughs> tricks are cooler the right. card tricks are way cooler right that's easier that's to get stuff. people excited about than uh, my seminar yeah exactly but i'm fascinated by like cults and building communities and religions and mythologies and got you stuff. got I'm you i'm fascinated by that aspect of and marketing just the corporate arm of all that the, right it's the modern manifestation of it in a way Right. No, I know what you're right. saying. Yeah. I think that's pretty so, interesting. Yeah. It's sort of the evolution of that same mindset, but I, fragmented. I'd it. like to think that, you know, right now there's like a Coca-Cola branded think tank somewhere and they're like, what would Jim Jones say? Mm. You know, like <laughs> that's right. their pitch for the next like thing. <laughs> well, see, that's with marketing. You don't frame it like that. <laughs> 
Pepsi, I wouldn't be good at it. But right. that that in my mind is hilarious. It's called narrative. Well, maybe Spanish. Pepsi did that. Maybe they did. Pepsi did that. It was called uh, you know Crystal Pepsi or whatever. Yeah, right? no. So it, it didn't go over well. Mm, no, it didn't, oh, it didn't go over well. So that's crazy. So yeah. you. So how long have you been doing the marketing stuff? I. I say marketing, well, but you say you did more than that, but I don't know what else to call it. Well, like when you own your own business, when you're a solo entrepreneur and, um, you know, you're, you're doing everything. So I've done marketing and I've been around marketing people a lot. And it's like magic is a really interesting field because it brings in people from a lot of different personalities. They're magicians. And uh, you get to meet people that are like basically creating magic on a day-to-day basis right in their own field and i met this uh he actually is from here in florida he runs a think tank and uh worked in brands and brand development and it was very along the same lines of stuff that i was doing and thinking with my magic and he wrote a couple of books on it oh nice yeah i like to surround my myself with people that are Really super smart and nice. What the hell they're doing? Well, then, so. how did you get wrapped up on this show? <laughs> My gosh! Well, I, right. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, uh, you know, he's one of the most interesting. He's easily one of my best friends, most interesting people I know. So if yeah. you like talking to me, I like talking to him. So I was like, well, I'll bring Jay on. Yeah. He, you're sure he, you have that in writing Josh, that he likes talking to you brother. though no no I said I like talking to him oh I wrote okay the book with I, I, Josh oh I know Josh yeah. yeah yeah okay so I wrote a book where we are authored a book I should say I like to make that distinction uh, because we basically what we did was traveled around the country and interviewed magicians and asked them more about how they create magic and the character that they create that creates magic instead of focusing on the magic tricks that most magic books focus on so you're talking about like the persona the stage presence exactly. kind of side of it yeah, yeah. right more and is a, this book yeah. available more of a, perfor- more of a yeah more of a it's called a magician prepares okay act one interview on amazon on amazon mm-hmm. even. all right yeah. people there all you right. go go buy the freaking book yeah. there you go I yeah, know, I know, yeah. I know the type of people that listen to the show. They get all work on their personas. Yeah. Magicians are not. They need wow. better presentation. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. a lot no, of they, them. Like, uh, yeah, their their book focused on you know just a general stage presence. Like, like uh, an actor could could find it useful even. Uh, just yeah, no, it's. I think know, it's one of these like things. If you're in an across. acting troupe, it, it would probably be useful because it's all it's all stage presence, stage building. Yeah. Right. Yeah, with the right narrative, view, like it can like work. That for entrepreneurs because these people have they are their own business and they've created all of these different things and shows and products and you and you're trying to sell stuff to people every single day you're on a constant <laughs> hustle right you're constantly the people hustling. on your own team the people in your own company like it's not even the yeah. other, you know not even the people you're trying to get interested in your your product but the people that you're trying to get on board yeah, that, yeah. that's in what the he first does place. magicians yeah. call him and say hey listen yeah. I think I'm a good magician, but my show sucks, and I can't get anybody to hire me to do magic. Help me get my show better, and then and then I step they in. they pay nice. him to yeah. tell them how to. So make you're the show legs better. of the the lady that gets sawed in, sawed in half. You're, yeah. you're the nice, pretty legs on stage. That's nice. No, no. I like that. I like that you're the legs. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, I've got nice legs. All right, all right. There we go. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> It's weird. I, I know a lot of magicians. Like like it's like I'm not one, but 
I seriously like like I consider good uh, to be good friends of mine at least five magicians. Like I'm the only person, That's pretty wild. and and not all of them even know each other. Some a, yeah. a lot of them do, but not even all of them know each other. Like, and I I'm I don't know why. It's is the uh, is a magician community very clicky? It can be, yeah, for sure. From an out- outsider, I would say yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, well, even from an insider's perspective, it can be very clicky. Yeah, like it's so amazing. Like, what are some funny things that they, that magicians butt heads Jesus. over? This stuff has to be amazing. They've been arguing for years. Oh, we should have Josh on with us then. Oh yeah, it. no, Josh and I can go for yeah. hours talking could, about. There would be no reason for me to be here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> magic and magicians and their interesting quirks and. So what are some of them then? Just some examples. And you don't have to name any names, you know. No, I, I don't no, want no, you no. to get it's booted from the community. Like, it's got to be the same as music, ego. It's over. Yeah, it can it's be a lot be of ego. ego. There's a lot of like, I don't know. There's a lot of jealousy in magicians, right? There's a right. lot of like looking at an effect that someone else does, another magician, right? And they either do it on social media, which is a really interesting new form of presenting magic to the public. Um you know, so online uh, types of magic as opposed to uh, real in-life magic. And there's huge infighting within not I w- maybe that's an overcharacterization, but there seems to be some arguments. If you go to like magic centric boards, which there are some, it's like get the, into some the magicians Gaza Strip, if you were. Yeah, they get into some really heated debates about like how you should be able to find a card or under what conditions right. and stuff like that. Like there's pages and pages all and pages the bickering that you get in any sub art form. Yeah, right. Well, like, where do, where do you fall down on that then? See, I look at magic. I have a I have a much broader sense of what magic is now. Like magic is, I don't know. Magic is kind of everything to me. I see it everywhere, right? So, from the magician standpoint, whatever tool you have at your disposal, as long as it supports the effect that you're trying to create, I say use it. Gotcha. Why not? If I'm a magician and I'm really trying to control my narrative, why am I stopping anywhere? He's an anti-purist then. Yeah. Not in a sense. Like if you can if you can use sleight of hand, if that's necessary, great. I used to fall heavily in the sleight of hand only category. I kind of lived in that camp for a while. And then I moved on to like gimmicks and non-sleight of hand methods of achieving effects. And then when I moved to stage and stand up, you use magic in a different way. You start using words as magic and sort of coaching people into things without them knowing it and, you know, kind of just branching. So I'm all for every resource. Whatever whatever makes the trick work. Yeah, as long as the audience isn't aware. Because that's who you're trying to... That's the to, point, right? That's the yeah. whole point. <laughs> right. Create yeah. the effect. Like when you look at a painting, do you care what size brush they used? No, it should be. Or even if they use the, they use their fingers or not. Like, but that's the thing matter, with right? the infighting with magicians is they like to argue about. And in some regards, like I make fun of it and I laugh of it sometimes. But I also think it's like one of those things that's kind of cool and kind of necessary because out of that is like this bubble of creativity Innovation. that some really cool things have actually grown out of that are now like we've seen them on television and they're being used in marketing and advertising campaigns around you know social media and well, stuff competition like that. So breeds success. it's kind of a cool yeah exactly so it's just an evolution of it so i'm all for it i like the social media magicians you do gonna hate. yeah I, I think they're cool i one of the guys his name's uh felix bowden he's from the dominican republic 
my friends and I, we created uh, a show, a group of like a super group of magicians. We went down to the Dominican Republic and we created a television show and big stage shows and elaborate escapes and stuff like that. And Felix was one of our first fans and he would come and hang out at the show and we would go and like do magic for this small group of magicians. And uh, now he's like blowing up on Instagram. Nice. Uh, he just he understands that medium really well, and you know. Well, like, I'd, yeah. I'd I'd imagine anybody that had focused on social media. Is this audio know. coming through? So is, okay. is mine okay? You, you sound quiet. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, just, a little. Just just a little bit. I, okay. Than normal. So soft spoken. I think he sounds great. Um, do you? I would imagine the people that had focused on the social media magic though are doing a little better right now than the uh, traditional magicians. <laughs> Yeah, that's, what, that's another interesting thing, especially right now in the current situation right. that we're in. With like, I think that could be applied to most artists in most. I agree. Art. Yeah, it's an, magic is an interesting the, art form because the internet it definitely, has changed things for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. No, I bet, in a much spot. I, I bet it. Like, like I would bet everything I own that it's done the same thing for magic that it's done for all the other art forms in the sense that it's made magicians better too, because now yeah. they're sharing videos and competing with one another and the tricks are getting better and better and yeah i and agree more technical and more technical and yep. it's just you know it's uh it's it's exponential it's yeah. crazy there's been uh like these uh chat rooms created right in zoom and you've got like sometimes 10 15 magicians all hanging out working on ideas and you know routines and working on each other to make them better and things like that so yeah definitely a lot of creativity Nice. Yeah. So what's the worst what's the worst part of modern magic to you? We've talked about the plus sides of social media and all this other stuff. What what are some of the negatives you think? That's an interesting question. Negatives to magic? I'm not sure that Like modern modern magic, whether it's because they're using social media, whether because everyone can see a magic trick well, what do you instantly on modern? YouTube. Well no, I just mean like I don't what's have modern? to I don't have to go to a club to see magic tricks anymore. Right. That affects my perception of what magic is because if if I were to go to a show now, I'm it's probably going to be a lot more difficult to impress me as an audience member than it would Does be it, oh, I, 15 oh, 20 no. years ago. It's sad you feel that way, but that's that's almost like saying like like I don't need to go like like we, like there's certainly a difference in how the music affects you when you when you watch it watch it on your phone or when you go to a show, a concert and you're up front and getting hit with it. Right there's a there's a difference in the visceral experience, and yeah. and I, I, I like you might be right that it might give people that impression. I hope they don't have that impression. But when they go to the show, they'll walk out and tell all their friends well, that they need to go to the show. But because, that's with music, yeah. Maybe the no, live I'm, I'm talking about with magic too. No, like, no, no, but like, but yeah. like with that same song, but from that same artist. But to a layman, right? How many different card tricks can I? Can well, I expect to see? If you, if you see, go to a stage show, yeah. they're not going to be doing. You know what I mean? Trick. Like I feel like your average person, unless yeah. Ricky Jay comes back from the dead, right? Like <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's going to be. Thank you for knowing right, Ricky right, right. Jay. You know, yeah. it, I think it's going to be kind of hard for the layman to be like, "Oh, this is cool." When you're scrolling through Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, and right. to your point, there's so yeah. many great ma magicians out there now. Right. Well, David Blaine actually kind of changed the the fabric, the the way that magic was perceived, sort of in a modern way. Like if you can point to a an instance in media where magicians crossed over really truly it was david blaine 
Like he was a modern day shaman. He used cameras and the reactions uh, in a way that magicians had kind of been pitching for for years a little bit to television to try to get different things on the air. And David's team got his, I think it was called Street Magic was the first right, show. Right, right. And it, for magicians, it just, and, and for the modern, you know, the everyday public, they saw magic in a much different way and felt it in a way that was closer to what you would experience it in real life. You know what I mean? Right. Less uh, David Copperfield making the Statue of Liberty disappear and more, yeah. I'm actually picking a card. I'm in this little cer- semi-circle of people yeah. on the side of the street. And then he's like, so he's kind of like the light magician. And then out of that, but growing kind of at the same time was Chris Angel. And Chris Angel became sort of the dark manifestation of the modern magician. I think he's the dark manifestation of a lot of things. Yeah. (laughs) He's a really nice... 80s hair metal. He's a really nice MySpace, scene kids. You throw that all in a blender. (laughs) And and then you have to shoot it straight into your veins. And next thing you know, he's telling you what color underwear you wear. No, thank you. Yeah. No, he's... uh... Look, Vegas. no, no, no. I, he's Vegas. I don't hate him because he's successful. More power yeah. to him. That's his brand. Right. I hate him because yeah. of the way he looks and sounds. Heard. Yeah. Right. It's like, um, it's, <laughs> it's very, it's very specific. Yeah. It's very Picasso's specific. Picasso's not for everybody. He, right, Picasso's right, for everybody. right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm not dated. saying. He's dated. He's dated yeah. a lot of underage <laughs> women, for sure. Like, <laughs> no, he is dated. Like, like, dude, like. Ossifer, when I guessed her, like, her birthday, he it wasn't that. <laughs> He finally cut off his mullet. Like he yeah. looks, he looks like he entered the '90s. Finally, yeah. He finally cut off his mullet. Like he magicians have a habit of like carried, twenty years. He lagging. carried that mullet well into. <laughs> I think. I think when that fucking what was the what was that movie? Wonder Burton? No. Oh, Burt yeah. Wonderstone. Burt yeah. Wonderstone. I've never seen it. I've never seen Dude, it. Dude, that's a funny, funny fucking movie. movie. It yeah, really is funny a funny movie. fucking movie. Yeah, but. I think when that movie came out, he finally fucking cut off his goddamn mullet because he realized <laughs> that he had become a walking fucking stereotype cliche. Yeah. That, it, you know, yeah, finally. But now now he looks more He normal. needs but your yeah, help with his persona. You should yeah. help that guy. Yeah, like, no. Right? Yeah. Not being yeah. a douchebag. Dude, <laughs> dude, volume one. Dude, when you're clearing a million dollars a year. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Shows. More power to him. Yeah, he don't more need, power to he, him. He don't but, need but no But there's fucking. also the separation between the human being and the character that he's portraying. Yeah, I don't know if that exists. It, it is. It, <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Maybe. <laughs> I, I just remember he did that trick where he was. He said he was in the dune buggy and he like jumped and then appeared in a cage on the helicopter. That was the lamest stuff I had ever seen and I was like this no, guy that was 80s cheesy bro. this guy cheesy fuck dude. yeah dude but yeah, no, some I of my friends needs, worked on that show I think he's <laughs> he just needs Kickstart My Heart like playing in the background yeah. every time he's on screen you know, I don't uh-huh. think what Ben was referring to there is necessarily like I don't know that it's happening with David Copperfield I don't know but but it's not David Copperfield is still rocking it by the way right he's, he's still crushing right he's still super popular Vegas. Right. that's crazy I mean, but he's got a great team I mean, sometimes your persona, like once once you're so successful for so long acting a persona, it, I think it does start to take over. Like, uh, you know, I would imagine, yeah. Like, I think sure. it happens. I think it happens a lot. Uh, it's also expectation, though, from yeah. the people that you interact with. If they right. expect you to be a certain way, even subconsciously, you like fall into especially that, reality you know? stars. I think they get sucked into that easier. Oh right? yeah, of course. Because, because it's not reality. Like they were still portraying a character on TV, but it was reality TV. So. Yeah. 
So they get they get sucked into it. Yeah, I know. Flavor Flav is not yeah. like that in real life. All right, he actually does. He's already found no, love. No, that motherfucker he never takes that, that clock okay? on. All right, he, never he sleeps with that fucking clock on. He can you imagine? He like they're like, we need a show. The pitch chest. meeting for that was like, we need a show. What are we gonna do? Like uh, Flavor Flav? Like, all right, you, you, you know. just sold it to me. Like yeah. that's the show. Just put yeah. a camera and a microphone on that man and let him go. Dude, he likes to look at his dick when he's taking a shit. Oh on the my back of the clock. gosh. And he looks at the back of that shiny clock and he goes, Oh, yeah, I still got it. Don't touch the Every clock time. when you go to shake his hand. Yeah. yeah. No, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. There were women fighting over that man on that show. Fighting. I He's like his 75 year old fucking. Fucking dude, like he looks like a he, Jim Henson Muppet. <laughs> like I swear, he's always sitting in that chair. He's always sitting in that chair, isn't he? Like Yoda or something. Like Frank Oz or somebody's controlling him beneath the floor. I kid you not. He was created in a lab. He's made of felt. Okay, he's nailed to that chair. That's. He doesn't look natural. Like the pictures I've seen. Picture. I don't know how many dead bodies you guys have seen, but he looks like a body that's been halfway prepared for burial. He, Damn. <laughs> he looks he looks like a that's body harsh. that's that's hard it's like is it that bad i can smell that like you can smell it through the tv <laughs> gosh or maybe it's the women there i don't know but there's some stench off of finding love for flavor flav Jeez, that was an Louise. actual show this thing happened yes this is real holy there shit. was like three or four seasons again wow. he's making tons of money off this more power to him i could care less but man He's in these. I always wanted to be on Big Brother. Blazers. Why, yeah. Nick? I always wanted. You're like, because I want to manipulate them from the inside, and I want to come out victorious. <laughs> no, see, I would, I would sell myself to the production studio like, like that. So Piecemeal. That, <laughs> so that way they would. This guy gets my right? left toe. Like, dude, I will fucking lie to everybody. I will fucking make this show so fucking entertaining. You have right. no fucking idea. No fucking idea. I've never actually How seen much? Big Brother. Like, what's the thing? Like, you just the last one to not be voted off, right? It's kind of like Survivor. Yeah, th- no, but they can't leave. But instead of like building campfires, <laughs> you just sit on the couch, it's, right? Uh, it's uh, it's weird. It's it's weird. But but the thing is, it's like, but the the reason I want to be on it is because the premise is so fucking ridiculous, <laughs> and they take it so fucking serious. Like the the way I see it is like if I if I get voted off week one, I had a week vacation just fucking with people. Right. 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 Yeah, like no, that dude, seems like a you good guys time. Think, you guys or as think, I call it, Thanksgiving at dude. my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> dude, like, I would fair. I would act like such a fucking weirdo, like <laughs> not a yeah. fun weirdo to for people to watch either. So, so like, what would be entertaining? Week, like, you would just I would just be weird and creepy. Like, but what's the premise? What's the premise to this show? You just everybody. There's like eight people or something. You go into yeah, a house. You can't leave the house. It's a huge house, and it's got like like it's a complex. Like it's almost like a resort, but it's it's a small resort. Like. You know, and it's, it's start, I don't know. A Motel people, 6 for those listening at home. Sure, you know, they fucking. They're in their own Motel right, 6. They'll leave right, a light on for and you and cameras in the bathroom. They can't fucking leave. And then once once a week, they've got these little competitions, like a like a party game like or something. Like a tug bullshit, of war. Right? <laughs> right. Some bullshit, dude. Some bullshit, right? Where. Cheryl wasn't where, really pulling. And, you know, and the win different things. Like, like whoever wins gets to order one object of their desire or what. Or 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 they're they're uh, they're not able to be voted out that week or whatever the fuck, 
right? So they choose their dildo, right? but then so they then get they, sent home, right? Like, oh. so the whole voting process is literally just a popularity contest. <laughs> hey, I think that's a right? an allegory for you know but, yeah. for the children <laughs> out but there, here's what, right? And from hey, the onset, sheeple. you're like, and from the onset, knowing it's a popularity contest makes you think it's really straightforward. Like whoever's the most popular wins. But after watching like fucking ten seasons of this, which I haven't, <laughs> which I haven't, right, right, mm-hmm. which I haven't, but I have watched like two seasons of it, and after uh, qu- you quickly realize that there's more to the strategy than that. Because here's the thing, here's the fucked up thing, is the guy that everybody hates, they assume can just be voted out later, right? So they don't, he doesn't get votes, early right? On. So they right. just scoot on by, right, right up to the end, bro, <laughs> to the, like, like, like till there's like. So there's like fucking five of them left and they're like, and they're like, you're not really going to let this guy go farther. Are you? No, no. But, um, but do you think that that guy over there will vote for that guy? (laughs) And then they start discussing it, dude. It's, it gets, it's a, it's an insidious and pernicious fucking experiment in, 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 I will do you one better. There is one on Netflix. (laughs) There's one on Netflix called the circle that I did watch. And it's the same premise, only everybody's in their own room, and they never meet face-to-face. You can choose to put... All they see is the information and the photos you put on the circle, this little, like, social media uh, site that even, only they that's can... That's even more contrived, It's amazing. <laughs> it is so good. I, oh, it's my It's so God. good. This one girl got voted off on the first episode because they're like, she's too cute. She's too perfect. Here's what's great. <laughs> when you get voted off, you can go visit one person face-to-face so they know after you're voted off in that moment, like, whether you're real or not. Right. And that girl walks in, she's like, why did you vote me off? She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was crazy. Wow. So good. Watch the circle on Netflix. So good. And the last dance is on Netflix now too. Go check that out. Uh, no, it's so good, no, dude. Don't waste your time. Why? Go, go watch an academic lecture on YouTube instead. No. Yes. No. Yes. So you want to tell me you watched two seasons of Big Brother, but a documentary on Michael when Jordan? I was like fucking. 20. Oh no 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 no! He's like. <laughs> it was like so season Big Brother. two and three, bro. I'm like, hey, there's this, that was this, like in two thousand. There's this really cool documentary bro. on Michael Jordan. He's You're like, grown. no, He's grown. watch a TED Talk, bro. A TED Talk's way better than that. A TED Talk is not an academic lecture. Give me a break. <laughs> a TED Talk is a TED Talk. A TED Talk is for fucking peon simpletons. That's. Uh... And then what's the one they added? Is like TEDx or whatever. It's even less than that. It's like even worse. Yeah, it spawned so many of no, those. No, TEDx little... is TEDx is legit. It can is legit. It's just like it's like average people. The the people that run TED, it's a small company. So yeah. so so they they allow independent companies like with permission. Like, and you have to apply. You have to they they vet the speaker and and like it's still through TED. It's just TED isn't the one filming it and doing the work. Right to to put on the the production so yeah. it's tedx where no, they're legit productions right like, i saw this fat lady talk about how right like okay if you fat like if you did like, if you did a speech <laughs> if you did a speech right and you want to she didn't say anything about being ugly mind you you're, just you're fat, making money but. <laughs> you're making money on it you could you could apply for to make it a tedx thing and boom you you get their you get their stamp of approval you peel them off a, a small fraction and then you just but the letter work. x 
implies a little more than oh it's just not ted doing it. i feel like they it's should be doing this females? in a half pipe no 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 <laughs> like <laughs> oh, ted welcome X. to ted x yeah, ted x games you know, like like oh okay yeah. you're on his green huffy yeah right <laughs> to right. talk to you about the uh, socioeconomic problems in the uh in the Right. I don't know the Ozarks, right. <laughs> like some <laughs> random. Ver- they're just they're too specialized you know, sometimes. Watch I Steve think. Pinkerton rock a half pipe, right? You know? uh, right, like you know? I would be like, okay, I can dig this, you know, right? Because you know they're not going to nail all the tricks, but like maybe the talk is watch okay. Watch Jordan Peterson try to jump from an airplane and land on a fucking balancing beam with no parachute. <laughs> with no parachute, he's falling at five hundred miles Only an the hour. Power like, of you know, Campbell. lobsters don't wear parachutes either. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> like awesome. awesome okay okay you know what cracks me up about jordan peterson easy what? careful you're talking to two what? huge fans no 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 no. Easy. i'm not gonna talk about what actually cracks me up which I'm is him being oh addicted to, to pills and everything um but <laughs> what actually cracks me up is that none of the stuff he's saying should be uh, mind-blowing to anyone it's more so the reaction that i see the negative reaction that i see people have to the things jordan peterson says that i'm like wow that says more about our society than anything i think i think you're half right yeah i was gonna say you're definitely that's definitely a correct perspective yeah i think you're it. half right are you yeah. agreeing that i'm half right or that it's the correct perspective jay um don't sit on the fence i would say that that the correct perspective if to use that word um yeah that yours would be half of that <laughs> and why is that what's the what's the part i got wrong so you guys think that what he's saying is revolutionary i think that it's yes okay. well no, well uh, yeah, I think you guys are half right. Well, then. it's yeah. old. It's old. It's been around right. for a long yeah, so no, therefore not, it can't a, be it's revolutionary. A, it's not no, new. We've had this no, conversation no, before no, too. No, there's, a, there's a nuance here. You know what else yeah. is old? Not, not getting addicted to pills. Like it's that's an a, old adage too. Yeah. Do you know? Did that's you, a low blow. I don't know. Did you listen to the? I don't think you know a lot about that. His story. Like he just did a. He just. I really don't keep up with him at all. Yeah. He just uh, did a did a podcast with his daughter that sort of explained what he was going through and why they had to go through it and like from his perspective like that's a pretty horrific thing it almost killed him so and was dealing with you know a couple of things he was dealing with anxiety his wife had gotten you know uh, uh, she was diagnosed with essentially cancer that they thought was going to be solved with one surgery and it turned into kind of a life-threatening thing every day for six months so like it's a lot of stress a lot of things going on for sure but yeah a lot of people dealt with stress and don't turn to drugs yeah no for sure but to condemn and i think that's a deeper part of his message too right is anyone can be in that position and anyone can right better their lives and right? again that's not revolutionary yeah, but a no, lot of not people revolutionary. Heard it. No, okay. A lot so, of people haven't heard that from anybody. But right. the fact that <laughs> someone, <laughs> the fact that, but the fact that someone it hasn't heard simple, it. Right. That was but my if point. Nobody's though. ever sat you down and actually told but you. That's my point. And that's not, my point. It's, it's not, not revolutionary. It's the fact that people react. But that's that's where we started. Yeah. And you said it was half right from that point. So that's where we're going to keep it going here. Yeah. I feel like it's more that society has gone a certain way and that it seems revolutionary. And I think, oh, that's really sad. That's okay. the only point I'm making. Yeah. He is in a, in a very 
How many pieces of meat has he eaten what's, what's, this last month, Nick? What's the word I'm looking for here? Yeah, that's a good question. The, <laughs> the guy, the guy communicates complex ideas about what some people would regard as mundane, right? But it's what he what he reveals about them is that it's not mundane. It's incredibly important and it's complicated, and he communicates that in a way that nobody in in all of my reading has ever even come close to achieving and that's that's what makes what he he's doing not revolutionary but very special and and incredibly important and i just i i i don't have enough good things to say about that but the part that i think you were really right about is the reaction from a certain part of the population to the things that he's saying are so ludicrous that it's like that's and it's unfortunate that that plays such a big role in his popularity and not the latter of what, what I said, what is great about him. And I, I think it's a real shame. It is. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah. I didn't know they're, you guys are so passionate. Yeah. yeah I think no, I'm, a, I'm a really, I'm a really big fan. I highly on. recommend his books to everybody. Yeah. Like I read, I, I got into Jung, uh, Carl Jung, the psychologist, right? Yeah. And a lot of Jordan's work is influenced by Jung's thinking and understanding where he's coming from, what he's trying to represent, and what he's trying to communicate. Like Nick said, it is incredibly difficult to translate these ideas and then bring them into an applicable sort of set of like his last book was like whatever the rules of life right <clears throat> to bring all of that into an applicable way for a person to like just function as a responsible uh individual like it doesn't matter where you're at what you're doing just functioning as a responsible individual has somehow become forgotten right and that's now revolution and that's yeah that's i think that's more of my point is just yeah. that the pillars of society have really just fallen and the fact Correct, that these things, yeah. you know, before we had all these checks and balances, you had the nuclear family, you had uh, church, community, whatever you want to call it, and then you had schooling, and now all of that has fallen to the public school system, <laughs> and uh, yeah. we wonder why people are amazed that I should, daddy. right, that I should clean my room, right? Like the that's a big, that's a big thing for some people. Yeah, because it starts like. I don't know, Nick and I have a lot of conversations and it always comes down to personal responsibility and the shift. And somehow there's been a shift in our psychology that has shifted the responsibility of taking care of me right, onto some other almost phantom entity that's the other, right? That it it's caused a, a detriment to this slow erosion, right? And speaking right. of a person who's held <laughs> certain beliefs and done certain things in their lives and, you know, seeing it from that other perspective as well, it's erosive to, to the, the life that is envisioned when you read the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. <laughs> right. Well, I, you know, I think one of the main reasons that that is the way that it is is because for whatever reason our society is becoming more and more binary. And what I mean by that is something is either ultimately good or ultimately evil, and there is nothing in between. Yeah. 
And that is that goes everywhere from religion, politics, social media. Like you can like, you can dislike, right? Something's either a thumbs up or a thumbs down. There's yeah. no like you know, on the internet, like, I think there's even, you know, shows and stuff like, oh, this is the best thing ever. This is the worst thing ever. Like, I, I don't know why pro- that is. I think the problem is opposite. I think the problem is, is that there's a, a significant segment of our population that doesn't believe that that there there is good and then there's evil. They, they think it's all just whatever the fuck you want to make up on the spot. I mean, maybe, but they, they really, they think whether, the whole thing's a subjective game. Whether, whether they attach it to any sort of morality is really... That doesn't matter. What I mean is when there's, for example, if we want to talk about politics, right, in a two-party system, all that one party has to say is, it's the other guys. And all the other party has to say is, it's the other guys. Right. So, when you talk about personal responsibility, right, you can go down the list and say, all right, well, um, who's going to be more apt to vote for this or vote for that? And mm-hmm. vice versa, you can go down and say, well, if someone is running on a platform that says, you know... I need to do this, that, and the other. I'm going to vote for the other guy because it comes down to me getting money in the mail. Yeah. The personal the personal responsibility is no longer there, and they believe that it falls on someone. Unfortunately, that's someone being the government. Right. Right. I agree. It's a joke. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and and I, I think, and I think, I, and I think why why Jordan Peterson has become such a. Uh, such a success is because he takes that idea of personal responsibility deeper to to damn near a metaphysical level without going into a full-on Jesus sermon. Yeah, He does it in such a way that you can be an atheist and still understand the the absolute critical nature of, of how important it is to, to take that seriously and then gives an intellectual reason why you should. And that has totally been lacking in this country for fucking 60 goddamn years. Easily, mm. at least, at least. You know, I when, mean. When would you say that started, Nick? When. Will you open that door and just let him in oh, here? Oh, of course. <laughs> when, uh. Pudge, come here, bud. What's up, Ken? When, when, when postmodernism started to take its grip on our, on our, on our colleges and. And once the Democrats uh, figured out that they could buy votes. So you think it's that simple? If you want to talk about biggest, con- I mean, it's a lot of things, but but there's there's some things that are much more consequential than others. Yeah, no, there's some there's some really big moves that played the biggest roles, yes. Like? And there's only a handful of them, right? I mean... In current times, what's fucking us up right no, now? No, 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 no. You said sixty the, years ago. I want to yeah. know what happened sixty years ago. Okay, forty years ago. The, forty years ago. Okay. Yeah, the, the the welfare state. Okay. Right, right out of the gate. I mean, it it is completely. The New Deal really screwed us. Yeah. It it decimated us. Yeah, New Deal was a precursor to that. Like that was the that was the right. Well, that's a big shift from yeah, personal that was the responsibility. Snowball that came, that the came personal the, the, the personal, avalanche. The personal responsibility was communities looking after communities, and then that happened, and that all right. went out the window. Right, and then and then there's all kinds of fucking things that are attached to that. Come with it comes liability culture, which uh, makes this COVID mess so much fucking more nasty. That creates cancel culture, uh, you know, the whole fucking thing. Yeah. You know, it's so, all because the guy standing next to me is responsible for me. And I'm responsible for the guy standing next to me. And fuck that. And fuck you. <laughs> and of those two people, how many are wearing masks? Right. 
right? That's a that's an interesting question. A good poll question. <laughs> you know, so what's your what's beat. your what's your take on this? Like where 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 do you think it all went wrong? So that a thousand years from now, when they're listening back to this, you know, I take I, uh, the perspective recently that I've been taking is that or trying to work through is that it's been a slow erosion of our ability to understand what it means to be a human being and face the world as it is, right? And I don't know exactly how long that's been going on, but it feels that in my lifetime, that's been the the, the true erosion. Like, from looking at the world is almost like it's a weird it's a weird psychology that's cognitively dissonant that seems to be happening a lot like that's a word that when i discovered it all of a sudden it started appearing everywhere yeah, right. <laughs> right that phenomenon right and it's like that's what's happening there's a group of people who are screaming they're so upset but they don't recognize what it is that they're upset at or about they're not able to com- effectively communicate that and because of those like, they don't they can't recognize that they're actually pissed off at themselves a lot of that is happening i see a lot of that i've heard a lot of it i've talked i talk to a lot of people and i hear that a lot they just don't recognize what it is that they're actually upset about and they're not really able to fully communicate well, it. so it it expresses it'll that will always express that frustration, that anger will always express itself somehow. And that's not even that's not even celebrated. I mean I mean getting specific about what makes you angry isn't necessarily even celebrated. It's just that you are angry. You're an ally, right? It's like you're a part of this group. It doesn't matter where you are in the group, right. but you're angry and you're you're whatever. Like I think about Occupy Being angry Wall Street is a reason to break everybody else's rights. The right. Language is really important that's right. being used. The difference like between equality and equity is very interesting. Really, yeah. No, and it's a lot of people again in a lot of conversations like that's something that seems to be disregarded. But it's subtle and it's important. Very important. <laughs> it's subtle and important. Yeah. But like I even think, like I think back to, and I mean, it seems like a lifetime ago now, but Occupy Wall Street, mm. like I always, it's weird because I can feel, and I, emotionally I can feel sorry for these people that feel so disenfranchised with everything that was going on at that moment. But I feel at the same time anger, angry that they were, it was Occupy Wall Street instead of Occupy the White House, right? It's like, <laughs> you should really go over the problem is and the people that enabled all this to happen, right? You should really refocus these efforts and really be mad at certain people. Your cat is well, they think it's me. a money problem. Right. And it's not a money problem. No, it's a Fed problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an, that's an interesting organization. Have you read the, uh, what is it called, Creature of Jekyll Island? Do you know that book? No. That's an interesting book all about the Fed and the... I bet. Uh, Why is it called Creature of Jekyll Island? Because Jekyll Island was the name of the island that all of the bankers met at, led by J.P. Morgan. And they had some type of uh, agreement, and out of that was created the modern uh, And where's this at? Where's Jekyll Island at? That's a great question. Don't. I'm from Kentucky. Remember my well, geography? Is, <laughs> I was just wondering because there's one. There's Which one. My geography is all flawed. There's one uh, just off the coast of Georgia, Jekyll Island. That may be the one. And it that, was. Yes. And it it's gorgeous. I've been there a few times. Yeah, um, I, would, I think. Yeah, and it's yeah. pretty. 
Yeah, but he had this cabal. And, uh, Good but, name. Yeah, it's an interesting Good name. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it's an interesting book. It's an interesting book. Nice. Um, yeah, but the creature of Jekyll Island, and it's just all about the Federal Reserve. And uh, there's a lot of criticism of it. So oh, just, the validity of the book. Yeah, just kind of go in with that idea that you know this is an not necessarily. Yeah, no, that, that I mean, again, like I, I don't. I don't. Conspiracy I don't need. No, it's. Well I don't known. need any well excuse known. to hate the yeah. Fed. I was like, yeah. I was at GameStop one time, and the guy was like, "Hey, if you pre-order this game." Uh, you get the Nazi zombies, like DLC. I was like, right. Nazi zombies, like they're Nazis and they're undead. I'm like, dude, I don't need any other excuses to shoot a German. Like, you don't have to set me up like that. Like Nazis and zombies. Like, holy crap, dude! Like, they're you just have to, you, you just have to tell me the German. Just they're tell the me they're German. To shoot. They are Germans? The yeah, yeah, and zombies. Like, yeah. you put them together. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah zombies. Nazi, yeah. I, meant, I meant zombies. Yeah, not not no, Germans. Nazi no. zombies are the, the most so rich. fun thing. I'm to sorry. Like. That's a deep-rooted zombies. We love shooting both of them. Put them together. Boom. What do you? What do you get? What do you? Yeah. What are you going to shoot? That's a Disney that? ride. If I've ever heard. I was that. introduced <laughs> to a couple of Germans on Halloween, and I was introduced as, "Oh, here's a couple of my German friends." And I was thinking to myself, "I was shaking their hands. Yeah, this is how it starts. Just <laughs> a couple of them, right? And then they start to look around and think, I really like this place. Your cat loves me." <laughs> He loves it. He hasn't met a lap he hasn't no, liked. If all right. you die unexpectedly, like I can have. Okay. Your okay. All right. I already have arrangements put made. It, put it in your will. But that yeah, he's fine if he. Wants he gets to everything. Him and him and him and Pumpkin get everything I have when nice. I die. Who's Pumpkin? My other my other cat. She's not as social is it, as he is. is. Pump. Punk. Punkin. She puts the punk in pumpkin. She's like, the reason I got scratched. This right here, she got spooked earlier. I got a scratch below my eye and above my eye. Dang. She was just like, tore off. I was laying in bed and she tore off because there was some thunder or something outside. It scared her and scratched the crap. I had blood everywhere. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, the facial wounds bleed a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was fun. So, yeah. So, pumpkin and pudge get everything when I die. I mean, that or I want to be buried with them like the pharaohs of old. You know, I just want to be buried with all my possessions. Have them scratching on the inside of the coffin, you know? You know, just an elaborate Schrodinger's cat experiment. Right. Yeah. You could bronze them and put them like statues over your Never open Those mummified cats are crazy looking. Yeah. They are really interesting because I've seen them inside the you know the sarcophagi and then outside and it's just like weird looking they're just like these have you been to egypt yeah okay right on that's a place i'd like to go yeah 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 i was in it i've I've shared the story before but um we were at the the national uh museum and it was right before i got really really sick in egypt i thought i was gonna have to come back uh i had some bad meat on a stick and Mm -hmm. the translator told me that it was most likely domesticated i said how domesticated like a horse or something because like Mm. Yeah, you know when you're out when you're out about like a horse is a beast of burden. Come on, (laughs) come on. I got I got so much I got so much Scandinavian in me. It's a spectrum. Remember, it's a spectrum. spectrum. Remember that was all they said. They're like, hey, uh, all the people in the Scandinavian Isles are like, you know, you guys got to be Christian now, right? And they're like, can we still eat our horses? They're like, sure. They're like, okay. (laughs) Like (laughs) they didn't care, right? So like, I'm like, it's a beast of burden, whatever. And I said, so was it a horse? He said, no, a little more domesticated, like you know, like. a pet or something. I was Dog. like, oh, okay. So, but the the positive thing about that was now when I tell my cats to get off the, the counter, they can smell it on my breath that I'm not kidding around. A dog yeah. has got to taste better than a cat. I don't know, man. Right? I don't know. Anyways. Don't know. I've never had it. I was at the National, the National Museum there, um, and I was just trying to look over. Like, there was this glass, had all the stuff laying out. I was just looking over, 
And they like freaked out and yelled at me like, don't lean on the glass. I'm like, I wasn't even touching the glass. Joke's on them though, because like a couple of weeks later, <laughs> ISIS blew the whole thing up. Oh no. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Nah. And they were yelling at me thinking I was going to touch the glass. Uh, <laughs> Joke's on them, dude. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I... Anyways. I hate the destruction of art. Hate's right. a strong word, but I do. I mean, it was just a bunch it. of dead bodies and like toilets you had to pay for that were really just holes in the ground. Yeah. It was all photographed. Yeah. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was the world lost nothing. I tell you, like right now, it is so depressing though. It is it is hands down the oh, dirtiest yeah. place I've ever been. And I've been to New Jersey, so I want you to know, like, mm. I have a, a I have a scale here. Spectrum. Like, I'm not just saying that lightly. Oh. It is the dirt. What is he eating? Plastic. Don't let him eat it. Plastic is made from is refined it? animal fats, and sometimes other animals are more sensitive to that, and he's one of them, and he loves it. Plastic is not made out of refined animal fat. Who told you that? He did. Anyways, so the saddest thing, the saddest thing you've ever seen is like, you know, you look up all the history books, you watch all the mummy movies and you think, you know, Egypt, and then you show up and it is just awful. Like I literally trash storms like yeah. by the pyramids. The people are downtrodden. They get tax breaks if their housing is unfinished. Mm. So there's literally like apartments on the 18th story with just an outer wall missing. You can see into someone's living room up there because mm -hmm. they get the tax break. Like yeah. it is yeah. awful. Yeah. No, that's Have why. Have you been to India? No. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty. That's kind of a similar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I left oh, that out. Situation. He fucking walked across Asia for like nine months recently. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. Fucking. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I like history uh, more than most people. <laughs> There's places I would love to go and see. There's places I would love to go and voluntary, uh, volunteer to dig in the ground and try to help find stuff. But most of those <laughs> places are in Islam the worst controlled part of countries. the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's political to say, right? Like, that is I don't the worst part of the world. Uh,. <laughs> It's like harsh. per capita. If you're gonna like rank per, them, per capita, if you're gonna rank them, well, let's rank them right now. Let's rank them right now. Like per capita. I mean, like obviously, North Korea is not some place you want to live. Right. But I'm saying like North Korea is one of the few at the top of the list that right. aren't. Like I mean, yeah, you know, no, like, that's that extreme. aren't. You know, right. I mean? uh, so, but but even but 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 I'm not I'm not even saying that Egypt is all that bad. But my problem with Egypt is like I want to have fun when I go travel too. Right. You know, That's why I, wanna, I got sick. <laughs> They're like, stay inside. I want to go. Use, use the bottled water to brush. You're like, you can't well, even touch the fucking, Nile. Well, you're fucking Mormon, so you can go anywhere and have a good time. Right. It doesn't have booze I've or dipped bacon. my foot in the Ganges. You know, like, oh, like, man. <laughs> you were risking it, right? You're like, gotta say I was there. Like, yeah. fucking, no. That's crazy, like, dude. No. It's like, like, I'll go to Italy and see the Sistine Chapel, and yeah. then I can go get wrecked and fucking <laughs> have a good time after. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like in in Egypt, like you, you go back to your room and you lock your fucking door, right? And you you hope nobody noticed th that you're a fucking American. Yeah, yeah. You know, I fucking dude. When I was in the Navy, like we used to hang out in 
United Arab Emirates and Kuwait. And Those are the Saudi, nice ones, aren't they? Saudi Arabia, the nicer ones. Yeah, like. <laughs> but this dude I was traveling with, fucking dude, we go like like I was I was intelligent, so I wasn't staying in military bases. Like they'd put us up like sometimes in some really nice hotels, dude. And we go to the pool, and my buddy would fucking take his shirt off, and he's got in Arabic "infidel" tattooed in these fucking <laughs> huge fucking letters across his fucking back. Jeez. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, so it's like fuck. Like I mean, and, and the only thing more offensive is if like the shirt he did so, take off was an affliction right. one. I, I might be a little more sensitive <laughs> to it, right? Like let's be honest. Like that's the only way that that yeah. gets worse, right? You know, like I mean, when I when I was traveling through these countries, I pretended to be ca- Canadian. Like, like not not only did I not want to be an American. How did you hold on? Hold on, I'm gonna close my eyes. When I open them, I want you to be Canadian. <laughs> Three, two, one. How you doing, eh? <laughs> there you go. I believe it. I believe it. No, you yeah. have too much personality to be Canadian. You delivered that line yeah. with too much gusto. <laughs> um, no, it's, you know, fuck. No, who wants to go to those places? Nobody. Not even Muslim refugees want to go to those countries. They skip them. Well, they walk right past them to go to the Europe. Here's the problem, though. Like, here's they the walk problem, right man. past them. I think Isn't about... Isn't that weird? It's that all the refugees pass Sudan and... And fucking Jordan. Jordan's they, super they nice. They pass up Turkey. They pass up the United Arab Emirates. They pass up Saudi Arabia. They pass up Egypt. They pass up Palestine. They just fucking, they just walk it all right by. They Jordan Jordan was one of the know, cleanest places. No, Greece is where it's at, motherfucker. Greece. Oh, jeez. Greece is where it's at. <laughs> the That's homeland. where they got to go. Homeland. The, ho- the new homeland. <laughs> Hope just, you don't mind when we tear down all these statues, by the way. <laughs> Well, you know, the <laughs> bank should have failed here, them. You know. But no. the thing that's so sad, though, is like I was saying, like, you just, you have these images. You know what Egypt used to be here or, you know, Greece or any of these places, what they used to be. And you think about what a head start they had on human history, right? Mm. You think about where they should be right now, and they're the total opposite. And you're, it's just it, every everywhere you go, you're reminded of just like how awful this is. And then, like, you're literally standing in the shadow of the pyramids of Giza. And you're like, how is this possible? <laughs> you guys had a 2,000-year head start, at least. <laughs> like, oh. come on. Oh, man. And to this day, yeah. to this day, like, Egypt still has problems keeping their minority political group, which is nothing short of a terrorist organization, from getting power. And they have taken power a couple times over the past decade. And they have a no a thanks real, to us, right? And like, <laughs> we had nothing to do with it, <laughs> right? And poor fucking, Gaddafi never saw it coming. The fuckers dragging like, him through the street. It's it's amazing that that the that they still support the pyramids and keep that stuff the way they do. Well, that's what do you mean? It's amazing. That's all they have. That is literally all they have right now, dude. That is it. They don't recognize that. They do. They don't. Enough of them do. Oh, enough of them do. But like, not that's the, like not saying, the, that's not, like saying, well, Florida really takes care of its theme parks. It's like, well, of course we do. Like, tourism's a huge thing. Like, Egypt, no, all they Disney have is the takes tourism. care of their theme parks. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm just saying. Florida would fucking bankrupt that shit in fucking five years. They get all sorts of tax breaks. They get all oh. sorts of incentives to stay here yeah. and do business. And that's smart yeah. for the state of Florida. What I'm saying is, like, shrewd business negotiation. It's, it's like, they're doing the bare minimum, though. Like, they recognize that, but it's like, the stuff is falling apart. It's like I said, you're, you're trying to take in the pyramids, which is amazing. Like, 
Definitely did not disappoint. They're gargantuan. It's incredible. And there's literally trash floating through the air. You walk inside some of them? Yeah, I did a... Well, walk inside. Like... If you're claustrophobic, don't do it. Yeah, no, I paid extra money to like do it because again, tunnels, it's like when, right? when am I? When I was going to be here? They're going to blow it up for the next time I can come back, right? So it's like little, do it. Little tiny tunnels, right? Yeah, you don't really get to see anything. You get to say you went inside. Like, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's super dark. It's yeah. not safe. They don't have it lit up in there. <laughs> Fucking assholes. No, man. nothing's lit up. Like nothing. Really? I mean, there, there's some. I think there's some stuff out there, but. There might be a spotlight somewhere. Dude, if that shit was in Florida, man. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have dude, a line. We'd be up. letting people fucking sled down the, the side of it. Like, we would have that reinforced would be so it. Awesome. But, dude, you could fucking slide down one of the pyramids for a nominal fee. Yeah. You know? I mean, fuck me. I tell you, you what, know? the one thing that blew my mind that I didn't realize, and I know that there's like a bunch of theories that go back and forth on this, but the pyramids and then the Sphinx, like carbon date vastly different times and it's essentially what it looks like is that the sphinx was built and then nothing happened for thousands of years and then the pyramids are there and they're like we cannot explain this predates the pyramids yes that surprises me but what they don't understand is it's like nothing else around there because of course there's a pyramids and then there's a bunch of little tombs and all this other stuff and the really the coolest thing about the pyramid is that like the one the one main one, it was decreed that no pyramid could be taller than that one. So then the next one, the guy, the pharaoh, dug it out so he could make a bigger pyramid, but it was the same height. And yeah. I'm like, I'm just glad to see that men has, man has not evolved like, right, at all. Right. Literally measuring <laughs> yeah. pyramids. Yeah. So great. But I'm going to give me one better. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah. I'm going to give me yeah. one better. Give me yeah. one better. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, but it's it's pretty fascinating that they, they still can't figure that but out. That's what drives humanity forward, though. I'm glad we're like that. It's Magellan that's, here. That's <laughs> that's that's why we're able to sit here in this fucking beautiful place doing this. Right. There's people out right. trying to outdo one another. Yeah. The Egyptians w- would would hate this place. I think they'd like the air conditioning, personally. Yeah. They'd probably they'd think it was too cold. <laughs> I think they would like I'm sure they're acclimated. No, to they'd be like my grandma and keep it at like 80. Right, right, you know? right. I'd like to think that like if we could bring ancient Egyptians here a la Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, you know. like we mm-hmm. bring them here and they're just like cold That'd all the difficult. time. <laughs> I think they would have some sort of mental, like that would take a long time to get them up to speed. Why would you though? Just let It'd them be fun. Let them discover stuff. Let them stick a fork oh, just, in the just outlet. Let them like, go. Let them just go. Let it yeah, go. Like, why? That's not my responsibility. Taste and choked out on MSNBC. Teach these people English. Week. Have you heard Reformed Egyptian? It's ugly, dude. <laughs> dude. Like these people, I'll be drawing pictures, trying to be like, yeah, yeah, you understand? Like, no, no, that's not worth it. You get, you bring Egyptians from there to here, so you can just let them loose he on society. Been the next fucking Floyd Jones in next week. <laughs> Yeah, you walk by one and it's teaching a class somewhere. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How did you move all those big stones? <laughs> and he's like, I'll take you down to Coral Castle and show you, baby. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the closest thing that we have to a to a pyramid, right? Is Coral Castle. It's Florida. a really interesting story. Yeah, that it really guy, is. Yeah, like, no, for sure. 
It's do you, that's the guy you with the big gate is? that can move with the finger, right? Am I right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But what's more interesting is the stories that have spawned after all that. Like yeah. the black, the magic black box that he had that was apparently key to the technology he had discovered. And then yeah. when he died, the government seized all of his stuff. Good God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good stuff. ExxonMobil has good it right stuff. now. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, right good now, stuff. they're building pyramids that are British Petroleum branded. The market will control there itself. Is a, there is Nick. a pyramid in Las Vegas. That oh yeah, it's the Luxor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. made of fucking plaster and plywood. <laughs> it's got a giant light in it, Nick. It's you're walking yeah. down a strip. You look over. It's, it's just a pyramid with a giant light coming out of it. <laughs> no, there's another. Uh, there's another one of those cool stories. It's in. Uh, it's in fucking New Mexico. It's one of my favorites. There's an old, Roswell. Yeah. There's an old Catholic church. <laughs> old Catholic church, Where? and they have a a staircase. Right, and the story was is that this it was a nunnery, right? There's nuns there. They fucking needed stairs fucking repaired. They had this spiral staircase, and this fucking dude pulls up with a donkey and a fucking wagon full of wood, and he says, "I'll fucking fix your staircase as a donation." Yeah, he fucking tears it down and builds a new staircase without a center pole and no nails. A spiral staircase, no center pole, no nails. And check it out. The wood that was used to build it, this was like w- hundreds of years ago. The woods that was used can't be found for fucking thousands and thousands of miles. Like, dang. The wood is completely foreign in thousands of miles in every direction. And then this guy just vanished. And nobody who knows who did it or how they did it. Like, uh, engineers, like, have like studied it to learn like why it doesn't fall down dang it's a crazy it's a weird it's a weird thing how much of that do you think is tied to necessity i don't understand the question the knowledge right so like there's this this thing that we're talking about egypt we're talking about these stairs talking about like all these amazing things that man has done right and i wonder if it is knowledge that's been lost if we're gonna just concede that right we'll just say that for this argument if it has been lost was that because the necessity was no longer there? Well, what is necessity? I mean, well, I mean, like we, like for right? instance, like I'm sure we've lost knowledge when it comes to, you know, agriculture or you know, right. uh, building well, things. Like the because question is, the is necessity necessary? is no longer there for me to have the same skill set that my ancestors obviously did for survival reasons. I have a handbook that shows me well, how to put my desk together from IKEA. <laughs> Well, I have Coke in the fridge, Nick. Like, right. <laughs> well, necessity for survival is tricky, right? Because you can always say, like, after you invent something new, you can always say that it wasn't necessary survival because obviously somebody survived before you. That's why you're here, right? Well, I'm not saying necessary so, for survival, but I'm saying necessary for what they needed to do for building at that time. They needed to do A, B, and C. Right. I don't need to build things. I don't need yeah. to worry about building a shelter. No, there, there's a, there's I'm a, a modern man. There's a few isolated technologies for ancient times that we still don't understand. Um, the Romans knew how to build a concrete that salt water did not erode, and we still don't know how they did that, or we have not been able to reverse engineer it yet. They're working on it hard. They're right, but I'm really saying hard, like but for them was, that was an, that was a necessity, was it not? It was well, it was certainly helpful. You, you, the utilitarian, uh, depending on what we're talking about, it can right. be massive, right? I mean. Yeah, I'm not saying that any one of them even has to be the same. Obviously, the same skill set to build the pyramids is not the same skill set the Romans used to build that, but it was bred out of necessity, surely. 
at some point. No, no, I, I don't think it was necessity. No, because that's why I was kept asking about that question. I want to make sure you're clear. No, I, 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 I think, I think that there, that sometimes, I'm a big fan of what's called the great man theory of history. I think, I think that human civilization can be tracked through the accomplishments and successes of, or, or, or not so or positive, horrors or horrors <laughs> right of, of individuals right 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 like groups of people of course play a big role but you can track it through individuals and and i think i think the whoever discovered the math and the technology possible to create the pyramids was a unique genius who was at the right place at the right time who had an idea and the the grit to make it happen in reality. And that's still the same today for all of us. Like every once in a while, there's somebody with an idea that nobody else had, you know, a moment of genius and they fucking, they made the sacrifice to make it. Imagine happen. if, if right? intellectual property existed back then. It did. They were called the Masons. <laughs> yeah. Well, for some yeah. things, but I mean, it, not yeah. for everything, you know, they, 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 they kept the, this information closely guarded, right? Because it was, it was valuable to the people with the, with the weapons right. and the gold. It's one of the things right. religions did as well. Mm -hmm. they, they right. The scribes right. recording the, the information, you know, keeping it alive. Right. Right. And the, and the scribes knew that if everybody knew how to read and write, they'd be out of a fucking job. Yeah. So, you know, it, it works kind of like that. Magic. You know what I mean? <laughs> language um, is magic. You know, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm on the fence about intellectual loss. That's, yeah, that's a tricky subject. Yeah, I don't entirely disagree. With, with what? With 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 your with your uh, dissent necessity. No, I think it. I don't know. Like I'm not saying all of them, but some of them surely have to be tied into someone saying I have to solve this this specific problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, We're, the quarry's over here. The build site's over here. Yeah. Right, they weigh two tons. Right. That's the issue, and right. then they solved it. It's a right. balance between right. between um, between you know giving other people the chance to progress the technology and discouraging entrepreneurs from making said technology. You know what I mean? Like you want people making new technology, and you yeah. want people improving it and benefiting from it, and you got to balance the two. But <laughs> it's fine. That's what he does. Like Did a, it to my phone the other Elon day. Elon Musk. Would you consider Elon Musk an individual? Yeah. Not necessarily along the lines of maybe like a, a great, great. He man. could be. I he's do. not done yet. He could be, right? Why he's not? Could be, he's he well on his way. Uh, you what know? do you guys think about um, that Neuralink like, that he's uh, coming out with? I'm really skeptical of their claims. I'll, I'll wait on the. Really well, don't, version don't. four. I yeah, that's what I said. I said version four. I was like, I don't want to be one of those early adopters, and I'm like, I'm kind I got of, the shakes I would be all the an time. Early adopter, like but I think version I like four, it. you'll you'll be nope. well off. Just think, no. they don't understand what they're fucking with. They really don't. I listen to Joe Rogan and Elon Musk talk about it. Right. Yeah. And those. And they're about of, to have a big blowout presentation, but I think in August. Both hmm. of those motherfuckers, Elon Musk included, have no fucking idea what they're talking about. Maybe not. I know more about consciousness than both those motherfuckers, <laughs> and I don't know fucking... You could have stopped while you were ahead, no, okay? I do. I really do know more about... Like, from what I heard him say, I know more about consciousness than Elon Musk, and I don't know jack shit just like everybody else. But I still know more than those two motherfuckers, and they don't know what the fuck <laughs> they're talking about. They really don't. 
They have no fucking idea what they're talking about. See, you're, this is this is great. The guys just laid out on the board. All right, we're going to build a pyramid. This is how we're going to do it. And then you have some guy over here like, no, 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 no. I know about pyramids more than this guy. This is crazy. Elon and then they Musk whipped you and threw you in the hot box. Mind. He hasn't read any philosophy of mind. I have. Of course yeah. not, Nick. He but hasn't read any of that shit. Do you think it's necessary for Elon Musk to know everything? Or is it necessary for him to say, hey, I have an idea. And then some of the top minds in the world figure it out. I think it's the latter. I'm glad he's doing what he's doing. Well, that's, let's be clear right. about what I'm saying here. I'm saying that that's right. that that what like at least at least the way that they were describing it will not happen. I why not though? Will not happen because that's not how it works. That's not how the that's not how your experience works. That's not the Look, thing perceiving. That's not how the brain works the military is gonna they're, they're gonna militarize this and then as soon as they're done shaving your head as soon as you get there they're gonna plop one of these things on the back of your skull and then you're just, you're gonna not have any fear you're not gonna feel any pain mm. you're gonna blink and you've done three tours of iraq what do you think about that nick I don't think we'll need it. So, and then let's take all the, the universal let's soldier, take all Nick. the metaphysical, <laughs> biological <laughs> aspects away. Let's okay. let's talk about does a Neuralink individual pray to a cyborg god? Yeah. Let's talk about security aspects. Like, e right? You can't even fucking keep your phone from being fucking hacked. <laughs> right. Right. Well, but You're that's put one in your brain. But this is the great promise of quantum computing, right? In regards to to AI and all of these privacy issues and they that, don't know shit about that either. No, I know like they don't, but that's the that's the great promise when we can understand that information is distributed and that there there are bounds and ways of understanding material reality that we as a physical person that I don't quite understand, but I know that I can share information between two particles two electrons it doesn't matter how far apart that they're uh that they are in physical space but i can instantly know what the other one is doing like that's an amazing thing and we're right like, we're getting to the point where i th i like how what does it have to do with inserting one in your brain nick let him the, talk the law of accelerating returns that uh, Kurzweil professes, right? I don't, have you read any of Kurzweil? I haven't stuff? read any of it, but I know what you're talking so about. So it's pretty interesting. He's got the singularity concept, but one of his his precepts is the law of accelerating returns. That as this technology is allowed to blossom and AI is allowed to blossom, and I believe that AI is already here. Like it's already well more developed than what we even think that it is. It's already listening to us. It's already giving us things. Like it's a well established, distributed. Uh, intelligence and as the law of accelerating returns hits like it's going to evolve faster than what we can even think like but what we don't e we we're not going to be able to perceive how fast this stuff evolves and that's why I think going back to the metaphysical that's what it helps you find actually because you're falling back into it I didn't follow the fucking what you just said. No. He's okay. saying like, that Jesus is so, real and he's more like the Terminator than he is like you. So that the ghost is wait a like minute. the ghost is in the machine, that it's you. Right. That it is you. It is they, you. That's right. what this okay. the, the right. evolution of what you, technology is. What is, is your what is your opinion of Facebook? Real quick. <laughs> 
It's a social media. It's a terrible fucking place. Do we agree? Right, but is it terrible by design or is it terrible because of who uses it? It's terrible because people are fucking terrible. Right. Okay. Okay. So then what's your point? I'm getting to that. Answer my fucking fucking question. Look, look, we do this every time. Answer my fucking question. Is Facebook terrible or not? Yes. It is, right? You want to fucking hook your brain up to that? You're not necessarily hooking your brain up to Facebook. No, that's exactly what they're talking about. It's exactly Here's what I liked. What, it's the, the early fucking, stages. Yeah, that's why we're saying version fucking, four, Nick. Version right. four. We're version fours <laughs> over here. If you're lucky, we might sign you up to be a version so five or when six. Borg yeah. comes and tells you, oh, now it just feels good. <laughs> right. Then you'll sign up. Right. I gotcha. Okay. Right. So when the Borg says it feels good, yes. with you version do it. four. Yeah, you know, when it's six. It's down. <laughs> When, when the hologram of fucking Steve Jobs Resistance comes out futile, and goes, okay. yeah, man. I'm the fucking... But I got a question for you. Jumping in, I got a question for you. So Elon Musk oh pointed God, out, I think it was on that podcast you were talking about. It might have been or it might have been another interview. I can't remember. But he said <laughs> that we're already... We're already cyborgs. So it's just we're input in a simulation. Delay. No, no. Well, yeah, he has said that, but not in that moment. Oh. Um he was talking about how we're already cyborgs. There's just input delay. And what he was talking about is that most people already carry around a cell phone. They already have a computer that they use. They already have a smart TV or a video game console or whatever. Right. The only, the only thing he's changing is the input delay that instead of there, you having to pick up your phone and use it and do that, that'll be eliminated. And I was like, okay, that's, that was the pitch. That's the elevator pitch. And I was like, okay, that makes sense to me. I don't. I don't know if it's any more dangerous inherently. I mean, I don't know any more about it than you guys do. I just. I didn't know. It, I didn't know it was going to upset you so much, Nick. Honestly, I wouldn't have brought it up. I, I always see. Upset. I just see technology as as the elevator. What happened? Oh, I, that was the cat. I guess you're not even on camera. We got to get your beautiful face on here. Oh yeah, I pointed out, and he's like, "It was the cat." I it was guess. Totally what was cat. that whole spiel about personal responsibility earlier? Yeah, don't yeah. you I guess remember that goes when you away. were doing this? I guess that goes away with a couple Miller lights, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, it does totally. If I you're listening, we uh, we'll, we'll Am do I some on spots. Camera? Is it- yeah, no, 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 you're on. You're on. You're good. Okay. You're good. I didn't know. We can- we can make you more so. on camera, but you're you're on, man. No escaping. But don't that, uh, my underlying thing with technology? I think it's an evolution of humanity. It's an extension of humanity. So then you're all on board for Neuralink. Then I'm I'm all on board for it. I'm you're like super with, sold if you well, believe yeah, that. I think yeah, it's the evolution of humanity. It is what we are. Like there's no like we just keep trying to organize the world into versions of how we understand it. Technology is just an expression of that. Resistance is futile, Nick. Yeah. That's what he's really that's saying. What I, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> you just the machine is gonna eat you and you know Mark, But with the Neuralink gonna eat you with the Neuralink it'll feel good. <laughs> All that's the right the endorphins, baby. That's All right. right. That's right. <laughs> it's like a why are a you trip so all the time. Honestly though, honestly though, like why are you so against it? I'm I'm not against it. I I never even fucking said that. What I said is, those motherfuckers don't know what they're talking about. That's what I said. Okay. And they don't. So you're going to get an early as soon as they come out? No. (laughs) He's not sold. You get in version four. Like what if we give it to you with Xfinity? No. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think. Television. Yeah. I think the. I you think, think the five G people are Disney freaking out Plus. now? Wait until the five G's injected their, into their neck. Their their goals and their goals with this project 
I don't think is going to come as nearly as fucking easily as they claim. Yeah, well, it's like, what is that group that's based out of uh, Florida? It's the Mad. Is it Magic Leap that has the yes, like l- l- yeah, AR yeah. glasses or whatever? And that it has the battery to- pack and it's yeah. super bulky. Yeah, there was and it this looks revolutionary ugly. thing in five years ago. That's right. all we heard, and they right. were doing even, millions of rounds. Even if yeah. even if Musk's Nothing. team <laughs> understands the technology end of it purely and completely. Like let's say that's that's right. given. The human aspect is still going to be flawed. They 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 do not understand mm. the human mind, and they certainly don't understand the long term consequences of our society. But we won't right. until somebody gets it. If somebody is already but paralyzed, what's the risk we're running if here? We if they sign up for if it, if we don't drop a nuclear Personal bomb on New York City, right. we won't know what will happen. Personal responsibility. Like, why so, are you paralyzed? Right. It's my fault. We won't know what that's will right. Happen. I made the choice. I didn't wear a mask. You know. Yeah. No, what I, if coronavirus paralyzed you? Yeah, I was talking. My my dad had polio. I I just learned this recently when he was a child. Was he in an iron lung? I don't think that he was in an iron lung, but he certainly couldn't walk for a while. Really? Like his, yeah, his legs that is were so like, paralyzed. Wild. And he was. Uh, yeah, my mom was telling me that. Holy cow! Yeah. So I don't know. Like they took polio pretty seriously since it stopped people from walking, right? Getting around. I was thinking about that. Well, I mean, there's been, have you guys been keeping up with this? So there's been some real interesting um, investigations done locally. Um, Fox 35 Orlando had done some digging into the numbers Mm. of these deaths and positive cases. And it is all over the place. Yeah. Really, really interesting stuff. Yeah. And now you have the hospitals and the, the and some of the center cares and I don't like health spots. I don't know what care spots, I guess, whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying, look, we reported everything correctly, but now the people we gave it to the state have entered it incorrectly. And what blew my mind was we're not talking about an increase of like one or two percent. We're talking about they were reporting 98 percent infected and it was really nine point four percent. Yeah, or six percent, or something like that. Yeah. And that's for every single one. <laughs> like, and I'm like, surely, like across the board, like this. Do we know if that was, that organization yeah. was all owned by the same? Like, was it like one? No, 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 no. no. This was Orlando Health. This was Center Cares. Okay. This was Care Spots. They they're, were. They're not all owned by like the Adventists or anything. Like I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but I don't think so because the issue came on the next level. Everyone initially thought oh, this is all the hospitals or all the whatever. And it turns out most of those places places had actually given the correct numbers. But once the state got a hold of them, that's when everything got real, real fishy. Wonky. Real wonky. And then a guy got killed on a motorcycle. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. And they said that the death was coronavirus. And well... The, well, it didn't come out as coronavirus at first. They had weird. to ask right. if there was any underlying conditions, uh-huh. and they said no. They died in a motorcycle. Right. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. When you, tell, when you tell hospitals, check here and you get money, they check right. there. It's right. fucking weird, right? Yeah. Fucking weird, right? Yeah. Who would have thunk? And, I mean, I don't, don't, don't forget that, um, of course, you know, the U.S. government uh, could manage to lose money with hospitals during a pandemic, but that's what they've been doing. So well, what's been fascinating is we've had during this whole thing, um, and during the lockdown, we had closures of hospitals across the country, right? Because elective procedures were down, people were afraid to go out, right. all those things. And now we're in a period, and it seems like this is the period that we predicted that we would be in yes. early on. Thank you. And that we're seeing that, and now somehow all of a sudden, 
things have shifted to like now we're supposed to be worried about the number of cases we have. But I thought that the reason why we locked down was to sort of suppress that, let us get prepared for the surge that we know is going to happen. Right. And then be prepared. Right. right? That, I thought that was the idea. To let the people that would be <laughs> most, that that the, that were, the people that are at the highest risk should have the easiest way to use these hospitals, ICUs, ventilators, right. all that stuff. So the healthy people stay home, flatten the curve. It wasn't stay home and don't ever get the disease and it's going to go away. That seems to be the idea now that we can somehow sanitize our environment. Yeah, it's, like, it's, we're not allowed to get sick anymore. And if you do get sick, then somehow, like, you're going to get, well, you're going to get shamed on social media for, right for you know. Right. God damn it. And the fact that all of it's been politicized again, like, it's just. There's only one way out of this. There's one way. Herd immunity. And that's it. <laughs> and there's only two ways to go about it. Everybody gets sick or everybody gets vaccinated. That's it. Yep. Those are your options. There's only two options. Like, there's not a third option. It's not a fourth yep. option. It's not some magical. What about fifth a fifth option. option, Nick? Not some sort of magical. This fifth is what one, I don't man. understand. Oh, one. Like, I just don't understand the mentality. There's no way to. Like, we're not. I don't know. This sounds kind of harsh, but I don't think that we're saving anyone's lives. Right. We're just delaying. We're it. just delaying it. We're just delaying it and postponing the inevitable postponing the inevitable and it seems to be that we're we're doing a lot of damage for a very small number of people that are at a very high risk for this and we're doing things we're making decisions why i don't know but it seems right. like we're making a lot of decisions based on a very small number when you actually start digging in to these different kinds of studies. Well, I mean, on, honestly, I mean, no denying that it's short, bad, right? short of the right. total lockdown that we no did, denying. short of the total lockdown that we did. I don't understand what the fuck people expect our politicians to fucking do about well, this. They're not going to miss out on a great opportunity to like, uh, what take the advantage absolute of fuck. Like <laughs> shifting what was Trump supposed to do? Yeah. Right. No, it's a massive. What shift was DeSantis supposed to do? What was the what was Cuomo supposed to do? Yeah. Well, no. Here, here's I mean, the thing. You know what I mean? Like, like even the politicians I hate. Like, I don't blame them because the coronavirus is killing a bunch of people. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking that's, retarded. That's ridiculous. The only people I blame are the Chinese. You know, okay. I do. I do blame Cuomo for fucking the nursing. See, yeah, the, I was the nursing home thing. There yeah, was yeah. anything that, to push that was, back on Cuomo that was with that decision. That was criminal negligence. It was. And then pushing that onto the federal government right. was even like, come on, like that was just. Unreal. <laughs> it's it's been crazy, man. Yeah. I, I but yeah, everyone's politicizing it. Everyone's trying to get in their jabs. Everyone's Nobody. saying it's about a uh, an election. People are saying it's not real. Other people, I like again. Unfortunately, you're not able to just sit back and say, you know what, this is an awful thing that happened. I don't think that it's any one person's fault. I think you know. And again, you know, you wish. People are so close to seeing the truth. You think with as inept as our government has been over the last seven months that more people would come to that conclusion, but it's just they, they keep focusing on Donald Trump, and I'm like, they're so close. They're so close with their hatred. And they're like, oh, man, look at what this is doing. This is doing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, and, and I want big government. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like you're so close you're so close I want some more of it right yeah, right I don't understand right. that conclusion. it's institutionally racist and I want more well it's I like want more yeah more I want more I want more because that's the thing giving them power yeah 
Did you right. see the AP thing about the? Uh, yeah, no, they're gonna capitalize black. Capitalize black, but not white. Oh, who gives a shit? I mean, look, who if gives a shit? look, look, wait, 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 can we legally say that that's the reparations? <laughs> No, because it's monetary, right? It's monetary. Does it have to be? <laughs> I don't know. Here's I another thing that bothers me uh, in, well, both, in both the race fucking discussion and COVID. Nobody on the left or right in this fucking country, mainstream left, mainstream right, not a single fucking one of them can read statistics properly in this fucking country. I'm so fucking over it. I'm so over having correct people on both sides that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about when reading statistics. I have seen like, people share it's fucking outrageous graphs of um, deaths, but it's like total deaths, and I'm like, yeah, that's always going to go up unless right. we start resurrecting people. <laughs> right. That's the thing, though, right? There's this weird right. misconception about what the hell is going on. Right. Like, right. 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 I mean, it it's goes, wild. It goes both ways. Like, like in the in the police brutality thing, right? Like, okay, somebody on the right will say, "Yeah, well, more whites are killed than black people," and that that's wrong. That doesn't matter. And then the left will say to them, "Well, that's because there's more white people in the country. Gotta look at it per capita." Nick, I see what and you're they're saying. Fucking wrong too. No, you're Nick. both fucking wrong. Nick, you don't Nick. know what you're fucking Nick. talking Nick. about. I see what you're saying. What you're saying is and that the although black people make up a smaller fraction of the populace, they make up a larger fraction of the violent crimes. Hence, the statistic <laughs> that is important, in which the police officers are interacting with them more. And by interacting, it's, it's you mean inter chokeholds and knees to the back of the neck. Interaction? No, I mean interacting, like making contact, like saying hello, fucking writing making you a ticket. Making contact. Permission to enter camp. Opening mm -hmm. the door for you at the store, whatever the fuck. I've right? never had a police officer open the door for me at the store. And by the way, With I was at Jersey Mike's a couple months ago, and these... I go in there, all right? I don't like New Jersey, but I like Jersey Mike's. It's pretty good. It's better than Subway, all right? I like okay. them. So I go in there, really long line. This really big lady's up front, and she's ordering for all her kids, and she might have even had a kid she was getting ready to have. I don't know. But they all had multiple sub orders, taking forever, right? Finally, that order is taken care of. You know, they only allowed to like work like one or two people at a time in those right. little strip mall joints. So it's like everyone's like freaking out, like, oh my gosh, they want more than one sub, so they're losing their minds. I'm like, oh my gosh. So you finally wait, that lady's finally done. Then there was a like two or three people in front of me, and I'm thinking, this will go fast. They looked younger, you know, hipper. I think what, some of them looked like they worked out. I'm like, all right, these are active people. You know, how long does it take to put spinach on some bread? Like that they're gonna be gone, right? So we get there, then these cops walk in, right? And then one of, one of the people, like the talks, the cop starts talking to the person behind the counter and like, oh, they're like, you know what? Who here wants to let the police officers go in front of us for all this stuff? And everybody was like, yeah, that's great. That's great. That's great. And got to me, I said, no. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. And I stood my ground, and I want you guys to know, like, okay. that was my crossing the Delaware. Right. <laughs> okay, like, I, that was my moment. Every decision I had made up to that point led to me digging my heels no. in the ground and saying, no, sir. <laughs> I would like a giant sand. number 13 original Italian Mike's way, and no, you cannot stay and quarter in my house. <laughs> 
great. And everybody gave me the freaking and, stink and eye. Everybody clapped. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. one clapped. <laughs> I was like enemy <laughs> number one, dude. And the cops were like, oh, like looking at me the whole time. I'm like, yeah, do something. Love to see you do something. They didn't because I'm white, but yeah. wow. and then you forgot your fucking license plate was expired. Fuck. No. <laughs> they were too busy ordering their food. I got out first. <laughs> <laughs> zoomed away. Yeah, like what are, am I hybrid? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me, coppers! Uh, yeah, it was great, man. I feel like a real, you know, but the same real thing, bad boy. Same thing happens with the COVID stuff. It's like, like both sides are using statistics that are totally fucking irrelevant to bolster a point that they think they have that they don't have because it's binary. It's one versus the other. That's all they have to worry about is proving the other side wrong. If there were more people involved. If there were more people willing to have a discussion yeah, about something... Yeah, but if they knew how to read statistics, they wouldn't have But it's have not even problem. about that. If they were willing to just see the whole picture, if it wasn't my side versus your side, they'd be able to take the blinders off. It's yeah. not... You think people... Like, it's not that people are too dumb. It's that people are too lazy. Well, that's... But we have a side, too. I'm on the not lazy side. Right. That's my that's, side. That's the minority. Right. I'm, I'm fucking... Yeah. I'm fighting for my side. <laughs> that, yeah. Good luck. I you am. and I'm sure you and Joe Jorgensen well, are going to do got... great in the White House, Nick. Let me know how that I'm works not, out I'm for you, bud. For, I'm voting for fucking Trump. I'm fucking... I'm Yay, a Trump 2020. Man. Yay, 2020. Yay, 2020. I'm a fucking... Right now? Right now? As yeah. far as the uh, way things are going? Dude, Trump. I am totally aligned with the Republicans. Like, like, literally, I thought I'd never say this. But you got R next to your name? I'm fucking checking your name. I will never really? vote. I will never vote for another Democrat again. So, like, is the only this way your reaction? I, I won't. To... I won't vote for a Republican if I know that they're particularly shitty. Right. But well, you're but voting for Trump. <laughs> if they're if they're running, yeah. But can yeah. yeah, right, yeah you got me there. Right. Fair. Like I fair. get there's not many choices. Fair. The illusion fair. choice. Fair. But I I'll tell you this. I tell you this. Like I don't encourage people to vote Republican. Like I don't do that. What I'm encouraging people to do is to stop voting for Democrats. That's where I'm at. Yeah. yeah is this is that's this your at. reaction to everything that's been happening the last few months? Like, like, are, are you are you seeing the the stuff that's happening in the streets right now? And you're saying, you know what, dude, I'm tell over you, these people. I've gone they through have... a lot of changes the past couple of months. Like, right. Like, I haven't been on the show for a while, and and the first couple of weeks, I, I like like I, didn't, I honestly thought you were going to come on with long hair and some you know I, boobies. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hit you up to be on for the first couple of weeks because I really needed to cool down because I was pretty exasperated with what's going on. Gone through a lot of changes the past couple of months, but the. The things that changed about me most importantly in the past couple months is all the stuff that I had in the back of my mind, like worries, concerns, things that I thought were unlikely or I hoped wouldn't be true about this country. Here's a mundane example. Like, dude, I was told that this would happen, the, the COVID lockdown. I was told this would happen. I believed them. I really did. I believed them and I sat around and I did nothing. I, I knew I should have started buying gold. Have you guys seen gold <laughs> prices lately? Mm. I knew I should have started buying gold like 12 years ago. I believed them. I knew why. I understood it all and I just didn't. Did nothing. But you I went all in nothing. on the Bitcoin, didn't you? Nick? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I saw that bullshit for what it was when it first came out. Um, it's still useful to buy drugs on the internet though. 
Right. So it's going to remain. And Itsiban, the Korean barbecue place, takes Bitcoin. And that's nice. how you know it's legit Korean barbecue because nice, they take dude. Bitcoin. Nice. Dude, I wonder, what they got, I wonder what they got in the back storage there in that place. Some but, Wayfair uh, cabinets. But yeah, man, Ooh. like like right now and like like as the years goes by and the more and more I read and working honest people, civil people in their towns anymore. It's almost like they never did. Right. <laughs> right? No, and like Nobody like, told me the red pill was like a suppository. Prior, prior to these <laughs> prior to these last couple months, like I was really hanging on with all my might. Like right. like white knuckling holding on to this cliff that said and at the top of this cliff independent voter <laughs> no yeah that there that 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 there that most democrats were just misguided you know it was ignorance yeah. not malice and i i've completely let go and just fell into i mean that could still be the case but when you're dealing with a mob i don't think i so. mean it, not i mean a misguided nuclear warhead voter, still is very damaging okay all right some of the some of the voters yeah but as far as the elected uh okay politicians sure. no the ideology no, all of, of the all, all what's the, your reaction to all this jake because yeah. you've been taking all this in and honestly, with what we're paying you, I need you to talk a little bit more when Nick yeah. starts going. Because if well, you don't interrupt had the him, first forty-five minutes of the show. Okay, <laughs> that was like five minutes. It seems like forty-five. You've left we twice. Like anytime <laughs> we start having a conversation, he's like, "I guess I can go pee," and he walks off. Like him and Lane. You haven't met Lane yet, but him and Lane, those two, you let them go, man. Right they're on. they're the right best on. gift you could have if you have a podcast. You will yeah. never run out of no. Notice, like, notice how what? much no, calmer and relaxed I am when Lane's not here to ruffle my feathers. <laughs> I, I know I need him here to ruffle your feathers. It's not good when we all. <laughs> agree on stuff it's boring you get three white guys in a room like yeah that's a good idea yeah the pyramids we made that yeah yeah cool yeah 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 for sure yeah all republican yeah pyramids yeah yeah q yeah 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 okay cool yeah 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 cool yeah jordan peterson yeah love him i love him okay anyways jay we could talk about robin d'angelo and white fragility right 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 let's not so what's your reaction to what he's saying and then where do you fall on all this as well uh yeah i i agree i don't know the a lot of the history of politics i kind of dropped out of everything for a while like just i was done with kind of like what nick said earlier i was right. done with human stuff he walks across for asia yeah. for nine months yeah <laughs> yeah i gave away all of my possessions in the dominican republic traveled across that you know walked across there and you know i've kind of dropped out for a little while but the modern political landscape is the the left seems to be standing on an empty box they have nothing they're just grasping at illusions and their own illusions and they're trying to project those onto everybody else and I'm kind of the same as Nick. Like for a long time, I held on to. The, I was on firmly a Democrat. I was raised in a Democratic family, like all of these things. And I have shifted my thinking. The like, I would even said at one point, like I know that I was arguing from a uh, a non-capitalist, a more communist or socialist hmm. perspective because I didn't understand it and I wanted to. I wanted. I tend to like try to look at things from both perspectives or as many different perspectives right. as I can to get the better picture. And it just seems like, from a political standpoint, there is on the 
on a democratic platform, there's nothing there that's of value. And if if I, if I may, like that's I think that's maybe normal. that's a harsh. Uh, maybe that's normal. I mean, I've said it before. Like like for me, if you're over the age of thirty, and you're a hardcore leftist, like you, you describe yourself as a socialist or or whatever, a Marxist, like I, I lose a lot of respect for you. But if you're under thirty, especially if you're a Comes early with the brand early twenty, like the younger you are, the more intuitive the whole socialist Marxist lie is. Yeah. It's very intuitive. Yeah. Like you, you come into the world, you see all these fucking rich people, and they got all this stuff. Like, it's intuitive to say, well, of course they should fucking give that to everybody else. Like, what the right. fuck they need all that shit for? It's very intuitive. It's very emotional. I remember telling people, you know, I used to have two Christmases, and they're like, oh my gosh, are your parents divorced? I'm like, no, I'm just white. So like, it's hard for me to understand some of the things you guys are talking about, but you know, <laughs> as a joke, by the way, you guys can laugh. It's no, okay. I was waiting for it's it. There okay. was more before right, I did. Right, was like, right. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay he is joking. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Anyways, so what you were saying, so what you were saying, I wonder if, you said you were raised um, very left-leaning. Yeah, was my awesome. dad was like so in a union. So, do you think, do you think that your, when the left was for the workers, do you think that your opinions have changed or do you think that it's the politics themselves that have shifted away from you. Like, do you think you left the left or did the left leave you? Uh, that's a really good question. I would say it's that my understanding grew. So okay. I outgrew the left. Okay. Okay. I outgrew that. Because you're I not the, you're not the first person I've, I've, I've spoken to. Like it's not even minority. A lot of people that I talk to have a very similar story. Yeah. Um, which is weird because you never hear that story going the other way. <laughs> I've never heard of someone say, I grew up and I went left. It's always the other way. I have people, and sometimes it's because they say, you know, you know what, I, I left the party. But I've, I've also met people that have said, you know what, I've, at a certain point, it just wasn't who I felt comfortable aligning myself with. It just started not making sense. Like, I would listen and, like, I would read, and I would read the things that whatever the, the person was talking about, I would read that stuff, and I would try to form my own opinions. I never thought that I was less intelligent than the person that I was listening to speak, and if I could understand what foundations they had, where they were coming from, then I could be better educated about it. And the more you listen to people, or the more that I listened to the people that I thought knew what the fuck was going on i realized that the less that they really did right. and just not making any sense isn't it amazing that correlation yeah <laughs> the more someone talks the less they usually know yeah well, yeah. I yeah. Mean, speaking of a person who likes to talk about <laughs> right. like, back to nick right, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it, it shifted like yeah it's a little bit of both for me because i used to be a fucking hardcore democrat too yeah i remember you saying you that. know like oh. hardcore like, like if Bernie would have been out in like, like right running in like 2000, I'd have fucking been a Bernie. I was, bro there. I was totally at the Occupy Wall Street Orlando. Okay. I was totally there. Okay. It's not like, here's the interesting thing is like, because liberal has become synonymous with Democrat. It's not right. That, yeah. Right. But the word liberal is trickier than the word Democrat because yeah. like liberal just means like you want, you want change, right? Well, what happens? What happens when we hit a sweet spot that fucking works really good? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
the argument though being right? that it works really good for a small group of people and not for most people. See, but that's but well, that's a lot. That's a perception, a right? Right, <laughs> right. But from my perspective, what I see is that we hit a sweet spot, and where 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 freedom, individual sovereignty and and freedom and and all that shit, birthed from the beginning of our country was a progressive, radical, liberal fucking idea. Right. Once that becomes the norm, the act of maintaining it becomes an act of conservatism. Right? right. So that whole dichotomy shifts over time. Okay? Right. So then we find ourselves dealing with, they liked to change it to progressives, but, I mean, think about it. Now, if you're going down a path and... You, you reach a fork and that way is the wrong way and this way is the right way and you go down the wrong way, is it a good idea to be progressive when you've gone down that path or do you need to be regressive and come back to where things were good so you can go the, the correct direction, right? Like like moving forward, all the quote-unquote abstract, vague forward at all times, it's not always... A well, default good position well, in, the, in of itself. The it's definition not. changes depending on who you talk to. <laughs> right. Forward for you is different than forward for Jay, which is different than forward for me. Hmm. And in quantum super well, position. But, but, spe- right. but specifically time. from in the left. In Wrath of Khan, they had to think right. in three dimensions. Well, specifically from the left, their, their idea of forward <laughs> is going something back to things like segregation, which is far below. Right. Far, far before. Which is really funny. The right? memes are amazing. Which is strange like, because like, that's why exactly you, you where they're it, ending up. Right. Right. Exactly. We're totally it's ending the, up by. We're going to go back to 1600. It. It's that's the bell regressive. curve of racism. It's like <laughs> separate water it's fountains fucking, is racist. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. We all share them, and then it's okay for if you're white to have yours. <laughs> right. Your right. And Asian all of, and I think a large portion of that has to do <laughs> with with just this running against the grain, progressive. Whoever has the power needs to come down fucking shit. Right. Like Which part of that is true though. That's what I'm saying. That's that's why that's why it's so easy, I think, to to fall for that. It's always two truths and a lie, right? And I talk about like I said, people are so close to understanding the shortcomings of their own government, but unfortunately they're being told that it's oh, it's 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 just Donald Trump or it's just this governor or it's just this person. It's like, no, 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 it's the whole thing. Like, you know, the executive branch is way too powerful. Like it's not just the person that's there. Like, yeah. if you think that this, if you think Donald Trump has too much power, then guess what? Everybody that holds that office has too much power. Let's put them in check. Let's, let's, let's decentralize all this, right? Like these people right now, they're saying like, why won't, why won't uh, people defend the, the federal buildings in Oregon? And it's like, why are there federal buildings in Oregon? <laughs> like, yeah. what is going on here? Okay. Yeah. People yeah. are losing their minds. Dude, I remember back in 2004 when fucking Bush was running for president and the fucking media went wild when at one of the Republican primary debates, the fucking the the host asked the question, how many people here deny evolution? And a bunch of the fucking dudes raised their hand. Right. And the, everybody lost their fucking mind. Now, in Democratic primaries, if you ask the question, who thinks who denies biology, they all have to fucking raise their hand. Yeah. They all have to fucking raise their hand. Yeah. It's fucking madness. Yeah. Like I was against anti-science and anti-reason then. <laughs> I'm against anti-science and right. anti-reason now. Right. right. And it's like there seems to be a group of people who are 
<laughs> and 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 lately, the group of people seem to fall on one side of the aisle. So I've made my alliance, and I'm okay. at peace with it. And yeah. and I and I don't really apologize for it. I mean, look, you got right now in Portland, they're on what day are we on? Fifty. Fifty. Yeah. Today's fifty. 50. Coming up on two months. Fifty yeah. days. How many fires? How many incidents of arson was there in fifty days in Portland? Anybody know? I do. I looked it up before it came. Well, share your knowledge with us. Right? I don't know. I actually, if I had a Neuralink, I could tell you. Uh, I yes. actually <laughs> I actually don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. But I do know how many happened in day you one. Sh- you should run for office, Nick. I this do know great. how many. Day one. Day one. Yeah. 98. 98. 98 separate fires. Day one. And it's been going on for 50 days. Yeah. So... Trump sends in the federal police to protect the federal courthouse. Yeah, there. I, I wanted to talk about this. this I know. Very that's interesting. Why that's why a I brought great it up. segue, Nick. That's why I brought great it segue. up. Yeah. I used to be a podcast host. I know how it goes. I was sick of talking about that, about that other bullshit. <laughs> so he sends the federal so. police in to protect federal property. Yeah. And the riots come, and these federal police start fucking arresting. Yeah. These rioters in unmarked cars, not any patches Why or badges is, on their clothes. No, they are marked. Why they are, have police on their uniforms. Even if they weren't, let's say they're unmarked. Why are you bringing that up? Why is that? No, no, I'm saying that's what you? that's what the narrative is. That's what everyone's freaking oh, out. Oh, right, yeah, no, I was getting yeah, yeah. right, right. That's no, that's I thought you were about to argue to that. About. I was because that's my main question. Why is that fucking? Unusual? No, no, no. Here's what it is. It's it's Bolshevik it's, uh, it's, fragility. Okay, these, <laughs> these <laughs> and, okay. Oh, it's okay. my next book. <laughs> Bolshevik <laughs> no, no, no. fragility. We got these people saying <laughs> saying, oh, we'll tread, you know, the the fist flags and everything. And they're like, we're the libertarians to save us from the federal government. Look, Look, bud, when the Crips and the Bloods are having a shootout, I don't get involved. I let them kill each other. Dude. So that's what I'm letting happen now. I love this. I love seeing this. I love them hurting each other. I love them getting bricks in the faces. I love letting it all burn down. It's wonderful. Did you see Naked Athena? No. Oh, my God. You should yeah, naked, naked woman Athena. standing out there. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, naked woman in front of the bad looking either. No, she was like She's probably doing this like performance art of bleeding of some pimp probably right? sent her out to the front lines. Oh my gosh! Some Police. pimp sent her out to the front lines. Oh, and then some a mercenary. Guy. This was the jazz t- <laughs> <Chaz> mercenary. <laughs> the worst. The worst thing about the whole the whole exhibition was this idiot guy wearing bulletproof vest, carrying a fucking shield, kept trying to stand in front of her. And she kept trying to move away and brush him to the side because it's like, that's not the fucking message. It's like, I want to stand out here. Can't get away from white knights anywhere, you know? Exactly. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? Like, the whole... God damn it. God damn it. Just because that guy crazy. knew what it felt He's to have out there a rubber simping. bullet hit your skin, and she didn't. They shot at her feet. They didn't shoot at her. Right. They shot at her feet. Right. White, she backed up. And privilege. then after a while, they, they just kind of, white, the white, police just white fucked privilege. off. So if we all get naked, we can overtake American. the police. 
or a person of color. Revolution if I get 2020. Naked, if I be... get naked, they're not using rubber bullets. Dude, we gotta, <laughs> no, like, we gotta drop, be, drop, drop him. <laughs> drop we gotta him. be Cover Spartans that up. again, dude. <laughs> we just get out there naked with <laughs> no, a spear, man. dude. I would not last. Look, I'm a realist. I am a realist. We're soft. No, 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 no. I wish you named your podcast episode so we could name this one Bolshevik Fragility. I'll put it in the tag. That's such a that's, that's what it is though I see these people freaking out like oh what, where are all the people you know where are the book boys where are the libertarians where it's like look I don't get involved dude, in, they, and the libertarians they're, they're are, showing up in front of their businesses dude, I argue, right? they're too busy trying to you know make a living yeah, I've been arguing with anar- anarchists and libertarians all fucking gay dude hey, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this. it's fucking outrageous yeah like look the anarchists have like Right, yeah, I like, like I like their their perspective, right? but they're like these libertarians. Flawed. They talk such a big fucking game, and like the only revolution, <laughs> the only boogaloo that I've ever the only boogaloo that I've ever can we talked... not try and normalize that word? Mm. You just walked right over it, boogaloo. Yeah, it's no. stupid. <laughs> okay, we'll remember that when it happens. Yeah, yeah, we'll remember. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> okay. remember the when rubber bullets. I roll bullets. up in my boogaloo boogie. Right. I'm not letting you in. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Oh, you're not allowed in my boogaloo buggy. The boogaloo mobile. Until you admit that it's a cool word and it's a good thing. It's a good, good word. Uh, it is a good word. But anyway, Jeez you know, is when is when is when the government is violating the constitution, right? So you never like, and then these people come up and then they they say they look at the rioters like fucking 198 fires day one. We're on day 50, and nobody is protecting the people of Portland. And the federal government decides to stop these people from violating the constitutional rights of their fellow people. That's yeah. I don't see a problem here, guys. I I, I don't see a problem here now. And then and then they all make it. And all these Democrat these Democrats lie. They say they're blackbagging them without. There's no due process. They're unmarked vehicle. Like no, that is all a lie. Yeah, they're lying. Yeah. They. They blatantly lie so much that that they're just getting more and more emboldened. It's crazy. I saw one where um, an individual who was dressed like an Antifa, right, with the black mask and the helmet and all of that stuff, and he was spray painting the side of a building. And these two, um, you know, individuals in military fatigues with police on their uniforms, and they're like. They're marching in to take this guy down. He's got his hands up. You know, he knows what's coming. And this lady is yelling at him, use your words. Why are you here? Use your words. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we should send her to Iraq, man. Like, we have that all sorted. We get that sorted in half a second. They talk about wanting a war. Women are equal, okay? (laughs) She doesn't have to walk 10 paces behind you if she doesn't. Let me speak to your manager. <laughs> Let me speak to your manager right now. Jeez <laughs> Louise. That's <laughs> in an to... army of carrots to take Have them work in sanitation, dude. I'm over it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. No, it's. I lived in Portland for a while. Three years I lived in Portland. Um, and that's a wild, uh, dysfunctional place talk about cognitive dissonance right happening it's a requirement a to move in <laughs> it's unreal like it's a really beautiful place it really is and the people that are there are really beautiful people mm-hmm. but they just see the world a little fucked up they've got actually it too a lot good. fucked up 
They've got a it is. Good. It's really like it is an um. Like I'm thinking of it now. Like it's a great place to live. I never had to have a car. I could walk everywhere. Everything was beautiful. Like it's just it's a it is a nice place. But the like I would go to meetup groups and a lot of meetup groups in Portland and listening to people for months being severely depressed because Donald Trump was elected president. Like, all they could talk about, all they could think about, all they could, like, focus on their entire life was based on this one guy getting elected without ever having done actually anything. And they're just, they're clinically depressed over it and hating their own position in life. Like, really, truly hating their own position in life. And not recognizing what they have around them. And it's because they don't have any fucking purpose or challenges in their life. Hence, Jordan Peterson. Full circle. Yeah. And that's yes. what he's laying down. Yeah. Full circle. That is what he's Did laying down. Did we just down. fucking refer to something we were talking about an hour ago? Did yeah. made that full circle? Yeah. I feel nice. Fucking, we should write a book. <laughs> Bolshevik fragility. We should Bolshevik write that fragility. That's what it that's is. A, that's what it have is. Have you read that? The white fragility? No, I haven't. No. Oh, Who would goodness. read that? Well, God. I'm too fragile to read it. It's a good one. Listen good to her talk God. too. No, uh, who was it? I, I read uh, like like Unreal. I I had a really like I had a YouTube video that that it was some fucking right wing commentator fucking read the whole book yeah and fucking like spent like fucking forty five minutes breaking it down chapter by chapter. Saying, oh yeah yeah dude it, dude some of the quotes that I pulled from this book is fucking. Well, it's like based dude, off of that whole unpacking she, the knapsack of your this own. bitch that wrote this book. She's like, she's telling a <laughs> she's story. She's a doctor, Nick. She's a, she's doctor. a doctor. This doctor <laughs> right. is doctor. telling a story about her friends that moved to a new neighborhood and how they said they had to buy a gun. And she says that she instantly knew that they moved into a black neighborhood. Good on her. You're racist, right? <laughs> and they, they were the racist. Like yeah, they didn't the even say. Like she just knew that. It's and and science. they're the racist. Like, wait a minute. No, you're the racist yeah. for assuming that. Actually, like, uh, like they could have moved to fucking Appalachia and still had to buy a gun. If you like, do, you do need a gun. It's like, crazy out there. Right? Like Those inbred rednecks that live dude, up in those little... Dude, I live like, in a gosh. place for a, for you know a summer. I mean? Fucking yeah. down in the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah, you know? it's wild, man. Yeah, it is. You talk about Boogaloo. <laughs> That's every day over there. You know, go, Weird people. Go move to a bad neighborhood in fucking Hungary. <laughs> like, fucking tell me, how, tell me how that goes for you. You know? It's not fun. No. I, I promise. Mm-mm. Promise it's not fun. Like it's ridiculous. It's the most racist. Like she successfully sold a New York Times bestseller book that is actually racist, telling everybody else that they're racist. Yeah. If that's not the most twenty twenty thing, we, I don't know what we is. We all died in twenty twelve. We all died in twenty twelve. This is this a is purgatory simulation. Earth, this is simulation. And we fucking. Right. We fucking. This is why we, we need technology, we, Nick. What is it called? We disincorporated from ourselves. That's a nice and, way to put it. And this is, this is just some kind of weird, bizarro reality, man. Yeah, it really is. Like, it's so only, you're saying the Aztecs were right? The world ended in 2012. No. 
Well, with, that, Coney, with, with Coney 2012, I feel like we really jumped. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we jumped the shark. We totally, Dude, I fell for that. Oh I my fell God. for that one. I did. When that guy went I did. crazy that was, and that break it, running, break that it down. Either one of you break it down because I don't remember all the details, but I remember 12? that guy and I remember everyone sharing all the stuff about so, like so the horrors the, he was this committing. Happened, this happened like just a couple months after I first, like I joined Facebook in like 2011. So it was my first huge trend that hit me. Right. And I, I totally fucking fell for it. This is why I hate Facebook right here. Like, the, so this dude made a documentary about a war criminal in Africa who had been missing already for a long time. Like, like all, all like, like almost all of it. And he looked like Carl Weathers like, from The Predator. Like where he didn't, like. Strangely. Like, the only things in the documentary <laughs> that were actually true. Yeah, the only things in the documentary that are actually true were incredibly outdated. Like, like they were true, but they all happened a long time ago. Right. Nobody has seen this guy in a long fucking time. Right. So, and then, and then everything else he just made up. And then that guy lost his mind, fun. right? And ended up naked in the middle of the oh, road yeah, or something? Because, totally lost his mind. Because right. he became like a millionaire overnight, first of all. That's enough to make anybody go crazy. Yeah. And then, and then two, then everybody found out that he was fucking lying. Right. And then he lost his fucking yeah. mind because... Yeah. He didn't know that Good his story. little video was going to be that successful. He was hoping to scam like 25,000 people. Right. Instead, he scammed like fucking 300 million people worldwide. Got out of that control. Like, 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 yeah, dude. That caught fire. He didn't mean to scam that many people at once and it got the best of him. Yeah. He was, he was, he was unintentionally over successful right. <laughs> you think You're Confucius yeah. you think Confucius feels the same way it's like, man yeah. this really got out no, of control in- Infowars <laughs> like what he should have done is shown that to Infowars and let them fucking tank the Taoists are like yeah. <gasps> yeah the Taoists were onto something right yeah do you I'm sure you like all that stuff the no I possessions do. and the it's very like I always like, and I'm He's probably a very zen dude. I'm probably oversimplifying this, but yeah. it's like Taoism to me is always like the dirty hippies of like you know like uh, of history. Yeah, they're very much just like I don't know, like laid back, like hey man, like this is all cool, bro. <laughs> like that's how I see them, which I know is an oversimplification, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's how I yeah. keep track of all yeah. these yeah. pieces of information yeah. in my small little smooth brain. Yeah, understanding the way, understanding the the connectedness. And seeing the interplay of all things, right? And not getting ov- overly concerned with it because that leads, that's distraction. Right. That's the mind, right? It's kind of the, those ancient, it's like Hindu is the ancient one. And then Buddhism comes along and c- sort of refines all of those ideas into the, it's like they're describing the same thing, but from different perspectives, right? right? Hinduism is gods and everything, and everything is a god, and everything has a name. Every god has a name, right? They're, it's much more colorful and comic book-like than Buddhism, where Buddhism is just like, it's just an illusion. Right. <laughs> it's your mind. It's, it's not as illusion. exciting. It's not as exciting, but it's much more calmer. <laughs> right. It's much more calmer. It sits your ass down, <laughs> which we also need over here. Right. Well, I mean, that. Down. I mean, you, you talked about social media, Nick. I mean, if you want to talk about one of the things that it does is, I mean, we're in a 24 hour news cycle, everything. I mean, misinformation, we just talked about a story about how misinformation can spread like wildfire. Mm. I mean, you know, good story. Our ancestors weren't inundated with news. I don't from, like that word misinformation. Uh, They're lies, right? That's misinformation. 
misinformation but makes lying, me think maybe lying you're just is intent. Wrong. No, but lying is intent. Yeah, no. You were misinformed right. when you shared though that that well, information, in, right? But he was intentionally no, lying. No, he to was. Me. You weren't though. Yeah. But you ended up sharing that with more people well, I, I because of the way lot. it works. Yeah. So that was no. misinformation. No, to but, me, that's how I yeah, parse well, them. For, for me, misinformation means I was given information that both parties thought were true that turned out to not be true. A lie is, is when somebody fucking is lying, right? And then if I believe that lie, then, 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 then I'm spreading a lie. I'm not spreading misinformation. I'm spreading a lie. But I mean, how much like, easier? How much easier would it like, be? To- I think the media fucking started the whole misinformation thing to try to try to fucking uh, obfuscate their fucking lying. Right, and it's not new. Yeah, <laughs> it's just more people are aware of it, which is a good thing. It's worse now than it ever has been. But yeah. the only because information is yeah. more readily available than it ever has been. Yeah, we're testing yeah. more. Journalists are supposed right. to be essentially right. <laughs> yeah. That applies to this for sure. Yeah. Journalists yes. are on the front lines of of history making, and and they're they're not they're they're a global fucking disgrace right now. They're a global fucking disgrace. Because it's turned into views, eyes on, well, because, you know, clicks. Because the people in power, it used to be that journalists were never, never made that much money. They never had a lot of power. They were, you know, the the and public crier. And now they're you know, the, the public crier, the guy on the right. fucking soapbox yelling in the streets that nobody listened to. Right. That the Alex Jones, medieval but Alex now, Jones. Now that guy, that's a sketch. Yeah, medieval Alex Jones used to be the journalist, right? Or the but, court jesters. But now, you know, and now, like from a historian's perspective, now it's even it's even fuck. I feel so bad for the people. It, like, like it's bad enough having to deal with war propaganda, right? Where where you know that they have a clear fucking agenda, right? Whatever. Right, right. It's usually pretty easy to pick out, but looking back on this, trying to fucking sift through all the documents from today's time, like in a hundred years, man, they're not gonna know. Like, there's gonna be no way for you to detect the bias because it's so fucking mixed. Like, like it's become such a normalcy that you know what i mean yeah the way we could figure out the biased people in history was was to look at the little guy who was writing stuff down and compared it right but now we've everybody's fucking on the same tune on the same also tune also it wasn't as important to convince people of things thousands of years ago i don't think i really don't think that the average person needed to i don't think the average person a thousand years ago had as many questions about morality as we do today simply because we are inundated with news stories that are designed to give us an emotional response and i don't think people question morality at all they had a much more fundamental understanding of their morality structure right. through mythology. It fr- well, it was in front of them. Everything was they tactile. Lived it. Yeah, right. it they lived it. Right. It wasn't they just that, it. but they were in a constant state of suffering and their lives were short. It, it was a, a pressing matter to... F- it was I thought pr- we were done with Seattle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, you know, like... Yeah. Like, right... Like, like, like... But that's what I'm saying. They were the concerned. Real- they were concerned with everything that was in front of them. They were concerned with how to with, behave, with 
their family, their farm, the cobbler across the street. Right. And if war happened, I it was because yeah, yeah, yeah. they it actually benefited them. It was like, oh, hey, we're going to get new land or right. we're going to be safer or these people are going to stop attacking. It's like, all that's tactile. Yes. When we go to yeah. war now, like, just the difference from World War II to now, when we were at war during World War II, that was like, our country was suffering. We were struggling. People's fathers and sons and everyone's gone. It wasn't this whole, like, you did a tour and then you came back. You didn't come back till the war was done. So that threat of like, hey, are, is, are we willing to go to war? It's like, well, I don't know. Are we willing to, you know, are, are, am I willing to send my son away for 10 years possibly? Right. Now it's like, oh, you do a couple toys, you come back, you get to stand up at the rodeo. It's right. a blast. All right. So yep. there's no sacrifice. I don't like, I don't, I, I never felt like we were at war during my lifetime, but we have been in more yeah. places than ever, mind you. Right. Yeah. So it's none of it's, it's all, it's all. It's just out Bullshit. in the ether. Yeah. It's no, not tactile. Right. I don't right. feel it. Right. So yeah. therefore, I'm like, oh, whatever. But since it's not tactile, I think that's why there's this pressure for propaganda. There's this pressure to control the narrative. There's just because it's like, well, this is all they're going to get anyways. Let's make it our version of it. Well, but yeah, but but well, well, think of what the world would be like without it, or without that, without that propaganda, right? Like then you would be focused on just your immediate family and your community, right? And the world would be better, right? No, they've maybe gotta, they've got to inject their problems into your life for you to fucking give your support, your money, your views, your clicks, whatever the fuck, right? Right? They need something from you. They need, but you. like you were talking about, like being a Buddhist and just like letting everything go and 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 just yeah. like how much easier would that have been <laughs> without yeah. facebook i'm just saying i feel like i'm not saying they're not onto something i'm I saying that i agree that's, with a lot of the buddhist so, metaphysics but right there's 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 all this truth and i'm their like conclusions man are a little wacky we're putting yeah but which religions aren't nick so they're a philosophy you, of mind not a religion right <laughs> Yeah. Call the number at the bottom of your screen. <laughs> at least they're not a... Like, That's what all religions right. are. No, for sure. For sure. But no, it's it's one of those things where it's like, man, it's you, you wonder why, you know, religions, when you look at the time period in which they're formed, it's always fascinating to me. And you look at who it benefits and where those teachings come from. And you think, oh my gosh, of course. Right? Like, of course. That doesn't mean it's not true, mind you, or that there's pieces of truth in it. It just means that it always seems to benefit the people, the place, and the time period in which it emerges. And you're like, oh, that's so helpful. And then today we have the Snap Crackle podcast getting in the way of any possible form of intellectual thought or spirituality. Well, I'm doing there are microwaves big, in the air shrinking big. my testes as we speak. Yes. Oh, that's... So, I don't know what the answer is, but all I know is that if I get a Neuralink, I might become Buddhist. Yeah, no, that's the... I, yeah, it's it's a, it's an interesting perspective. Because I think Kurzweil, Kurzweil kind of mimics the, the Buddhist thought. In, what are the, in well, I wonder what the percentage of Mormon to Buddhist uh, conversion is. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe for the like ones that actually... Four people a year, I bet. I bet that's four people. 25%. We'll never know, man. <laughs> right. There's more Mormons than that, buddy. 25%. There you go. <laughs> I think there's a little there more Mormons. Statistics, but... Nick. All right. Statistics. Well, Nick, Nick, lay it on us. What are you going to be up to this week? Same thing I do every week, pinky. Mm. Ask me if I'm thinking what you're thinking. Ask me. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? 
I think so, Brain. But without ears, we look like weasels. Mm. There you go. So yeah. what's the same thing you've been doing? No, I sit around, play video games, and masturbate, and that's mm. it. Wow. Jordan Peterson would be very disappointed in you. Yeah, I know. He cleaned his room. He cleaned his room. <laughs> Not with them dirty socks everywhere. So, it's All right, nice. Jay. What are you up to this week? I'm, I'm actually, I've been working on uh, a challenge I set for myself, compo- composing music. Nice. So I'm working on being able to play a piece that I composed all the way through without fucking it up. <laughs> nice. And what are, what are you playing it on? I play a baritone ukulele. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So working on that. That's been the, the majority of the focus. Okay. Yeah. All right. Composing music. Masturbating. Masturbating. I do that too. Like, you know, I'll do he that doesn't. too. I'm just going to be working. <laughs> he doesn't. He's Mormon. He's not I'm just going to be working. You're not yeah, allowed to touch yourself. I'll go to hell. And honestly, right. if it's any hotter than this room with you two what right do you now. Do you just rub yourself I, uh, on the wall sometimes? I, I don't think like, I can handle it. So, you know, that's, that's, hump, that's a good If enough. you hump a pillow, does it count? I think dry humping is okay on Saturdays. Is it, is it, is it just um, the hands you're not allowed to use or is it just pleasuring yourself at all? Enjoyment of any kind is typically frowned, frowned upon. On. Right. You know, right. yeah. Like it's if I'm happy guilt. at any point, it's like no. Right. right. If it feels no! good, I was it, raised Catholic, right. so I feel. Right. I feel similar. If it feels just, good, stop. Our was the same. <laughs> if it feels good, stop. Yeah. Well, unless you're married, and then just go to town because Catholics and Mormons cannot just have two or three kids. They've just got to keep having children. Well, we've been sitting here. Multiply. They we've take been, that seriously. Been, they do. We've been they sitting do. here fucking talking about how the world's going to shit because everybody feels too good. <laughs> They were kind of onto something, right? Right. Maybe. Right? Look, I if mean, we, if we, we can were get feeling that. too good for too long, and now we're all in a world we, of shit. If we can just get everyone one of them Neuralinks and, and make them feel sadder about themselves, yeah. it'll be great. Well, I'm just going to be working this week, and that's about it. Nothing exciting. <laughs> Nothing nice. too crazy. Uh, so for Nick and his belching, for Jay and his magic... I'm Ben, and this has been another exciting episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. Make sure you guys check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and of course, you can find us at the Snap Crackle Podcast. Nick, this is your chance. Finish it. Nick. Nick. What? At the Snap Crackle Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, No, Charles. no. At the <laughs> Snap Crackle Podcast. Dot com. There you go. Beautiful. We practiced that. Can you tell? All right. So Thanks thank you guys. I didn't see Charles was fucking typing in the I was talking chat. to him. Oh, nice. We didn't bring him up. When they, ch- when they type, we got to mention their name and say Look, thank you. I know. And that's amazing. But I just don't like stopping conversation. That's more important to me than clicks. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. This well, thank you. I mean, I, I had a blast. It I, was fun. I well, I'm glad. Thanks, I'm man. glad. I'm glad. I'm glad it was good for you. It was yeah, good for me as no, well. And that's so I rare. New that's partners. so rare. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.